Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live in the garage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck, get the fuck out, this is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M, that's my name from the other end. Hey everybody, this is Killing a Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, what's your favorite with? radio station? I have garage. Like a cycle logs into this shit. <laughs> don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound it's gonna ever keep me down. Live. From the barrage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. It makes sense to me. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you, people? John Hulland, fuck you. Oh, and we're back live from the barrage. Thank you, everyone. This is uh, this is too much. This is this is a uh, this is might be the biggest show ever. This is ridiculous, is what it is. Let's look. <laughs> ridiculous words. It's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. What's going on? Three headed monster. There's uh, tonight. We have uh, of course Pussy Riot calling in at nine o'clock. We have Alicia Wiesner. Yep. And Jennifer O'Connor, musician, yep. famous musicians, calling in. We also have um, Fox Five News is in the studio, <laughs> taping and interviewing us. And uh, I don't know, next week, what's next week? We just uh, we just blow up the, the garage. It's the Pope. The Pope is coming in. The Pope is coming <laughs> in next week, We're and he will be this. doing um, uh, bong hits on the air. <laughs> we, fi- we finally trumped Mark Maron. <laughs> best best no, Pope ever. Trump is next week after that. It's insane what's happening. I mean, the, the show can't get it's any bigger. Thank you to our new listeners, and uh, thank you to our our old listeners who we now don't care about. <laughs> We're too big for you now. We're too big for everybody. Stop <laughs> listening to the show. Thank you. Caught the vapors. <laughs> we do welcome everyone back and welcome to Tommy Rockstar, Ryan Collison, hey. Patrick Walsh, Brian Musikoff. And, and that's uh, it. That's guess. it, right? Yeah, no yeah. one else is yeah. here. We were a big uh, New York Times article came out this week. It, it, you know, it's wow. insane. We were in the New York Times on Tuesday. Go pick a copy of that up if you find it in the garbage, I guess. <laughs> and uh, want to go back in time. Yeah. <laughs> diving. Amazing article with all of us in it, all of us included, of course. Right? Everybody, right. every member represented. Wait, was it everybody? <laughs> everyone except for someone. Everyone someone. except for, hmm, I don't know we'll, why. We'll do a head count later. Somebody was omitted, I believe. Somebody was missed? Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I think uh, I think you got everybody. And missed and miffed, if I understand. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank God. Could you imagine? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh man, what a what a what a week. What did your wife say about that article? My wife? Yeah. Was she like, "Oh my God, my uh, my husband was"? Uh, <laughs> wait, hold on. Who is this? Oh, someone's, someone's, at, the someone's door. at the door. Oh God. Who's here? Oh here my comes, God. Here comes a bit. Oh no! It's 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 a man. It's a masked man. He's what are you, what are you protesting, what? sir? I strapped myself with explosives and I am taking over this podcast. <laughs> what the hell? It's he's holding a sign that says Mario Riot. <laughs> Our future calling guests have inspired me tonight. Uh, are you protesting? What's cooking? Yo, Mario, what's going on? Well, what? Let me just say it this way Attention, attention. Live from the garage has been preempted. Mario Riot is now oh on the air. Oh, oh, you can't do that. Our first order of business is to. Read my rebuttal to the New York Times. Tom, where's Tommy? Right here. So right in here. Mary, what is oh, this? so this is about the New York Times article. I see. Why? Oh. I want you to read this article. Why? Because you were excluded? Because you were excluded from the, the article. New York Times article? All right. I didn't feel right about the whole thing, gentlemen. 
Mario, we told you that it's was just really like, childish. You know that? <laughs> it's beyond our control, Conrad, Mario. Just read, read my rebuttal, please. Stick, stick riot. <laughs> oh my God. You saved your best Silence you. For I'm taking over. This is Mario Riot now. Oh no, brothers hurt. Right, I'll be quiet. Right, so Mario apparently is giving me a letter here I have to read. It says, in quote, <clears throat> Dear editor, your paper is inherently a racist rag with a bias towards any names that end with a vowel. <gasps> While your friends at Live from the Barrage may joke about maroons and chooches all they want. That's true. <laughs> the, the fact is... Uh, only time. Uh, the fact is, the only time an Italian lands in your broadcasting banter article is when they show up for nefarious gambling activities after the show. Oh that is God. not true. So not true. Mario, oh, really? What's your last name, Mario? A S A R O. I thought you're going under a pseudonym today. You're wearing a mask. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. My name is Masha. Marvin. <laughs> Mar- Marvin Asu- Asuvo. Asuvo. The, the letter continues. Let's face it, gentlemen. The only way an Asaro ends up in the paper is if he helped to rob the Lufthansa. This is like uh, the worst red roast <laughs> I've ever heard. I'm calling for a full boycott uh, of your paper until they print an apology uh, immediately. And that's the letter. So. Oh, no, well, his views don't reflect... satisfaction. His views don't reflect that of the show, uh, New York <laughs> Times. Uh, Mario... Are you taking over the show like it's a bird sanctuary? What's cooking here? No, I'm going to be like those guys in Wisconsin. It's going to take several months to get me out of here. Wisconsin? <laughs> the, the reference, the reference just, <laughs> just straight over his head. Can we get Listen, the... Can we get the, like really, the I thought the article was great. Congratulations, uh, you guys. And I really think the article was great. But, Mr. Kilgannon, if you could hear me, you did me a great injustice. And uh, I have the article here. I'm oh, no, Mario. Stop. He's burning the New York Times. Oh, He's burning the article. He's going to burn down the garage again. <laughs> On. He talks about uh, Brian, yeah. Brian, Pat, Tommy. They all join you at the bar. Yeah, what well, was fit to print? Well, I was here. I was, I was giving him whiskey in the corner there. I was keeping him warm with That's my true. own body. This is true. <laughs> I don't get it, Corey. What did I do to you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll make it up to you, Mario. We put a Corey will. kill. Get out of here. Right, right here. I will. Uh, I will refrain from protesting. I have nothing against you, gentlemen of the barrage. I will refrain from both protesting and give the podcast back to you, John. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. Right. Woo, that was a close one. Thank, thank you, Marvin Asuvo. Fox News has vindicated Very good. Thank you. There's Mario. There he is. It's Mario protesting New York Times in, in costume, yeah, in a mask, can. with a megaphone, and a protest sign that says, Mario Riot. <laughs> now we can shut his mic off. Excited for the guests. But Mario, you're, you're back. You're with us. Can right? we get somebody to stab him with a yes. poison tip umbrella? <laughs> can, we, can we get somebody to tell him that visual gags don't work on our podcast? <laughs> I'm a visual artist. What can I say? Let me explain everything that he's doing so right now. So I'm going to wear a mask and make a sign. <laughs> Let me paint the word picture. Oh, oh man. Yeah. So uh, we're going to get the Cossacks in here and uh, take care of you. Whip you with a rod. That's right, Mario. <laughs> yep, we can't protect you from that, Mario. Listen, Pussy Riot says all you need is a mask and a cause, and I thought I had both. There you go. You used to be into protesting, uh, and now you're uh, voting for Hillary Clinton. <laughs> well, unless you get Bernie here. I, I emailed Bernie point. Sanders, and Bernie's I said, we're on such a roll, why not give it a shot? That's right. Not you know, but who knows? Now that Fox is here, I might vote for Trump. If Marin uh, can get in Obama. In my view, it's possible. We might actually have a better chance of getting Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would never do this show. you got to get somebody who's not funny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like the presidential candidate, Bernie Sanders. That ain't right. Uh, that's it. All right. Is the show over? Yeah. Can we go home now? Tommy, give me do. It's only 8.08. I want to shoot myself. <laughs> well, listen, let's talk <laughs> about the article. an eight-minute bit. <laughs> let's talk yeah. about it's this article. Preposterous. Right. I like the article, the except for the exclusion great. of Mario. And I don't know why he uh, cut you out of the article. I told him how to spell your name. I told him everything about you. 
I told him to cut you out of the article. <laughs> I, I, I paid him to cut I you knew out. It. I like that Mario, Mario, who's one of the guys on the show, doesn't make the article. But Tommy's defunct 20-year-old punk rock band <laughs> yeah. somehow gets in there with yeah, a link just, and everything. He manages to shoehorn that in. That's right. I they were asking us earlier, what's the craziest thing that ever happened to the show? I'm like, Tom is doing that. You know, he asked me um, on the phone, he asked me about our bands. I think he wanted to tie that together, the, right. ba- the band thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he asked us about our band. He asked us about your band. Sure. You know, he's like, oh, what's the name? Of, what was the name of Tommy's band again? And he said something funny that was better than my take. Guns and Roses. I shouldn't have corrected him. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know why he. I paid extra for that, dude. Come on. You never know. Maybe latex generation looks better in print. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, looks sexy with all the X's. I don't care. I'll put this all behind it, uh, behind me. I can't wait for the next big thing to happen, so you guys can leave me out again. Uh, (laughs) Just move forward. Rogers, move forward. Redemption tonight. Tonight's redemption. Hey, Mario. People who have made the New York Times article, Fud, Wasabi. Mikey, Mikey, big time. Mikey, big, Mikey, big. Mikey, big time hasn't been here in a year. They all, they all merited a mention. Yeah, but he wanted some of the funny names to play poker. So I gave it. Right, right. There's certain Italian Americans who frequent this place. Who's Chooch, by the way? Oh, Paul. I just figured I'd throw in Chooch in there. I was trying to think of funny names on the fly. The guys who used to play poker. They're all correct. Generalized Chooch. I'm not the original. People don't know that I'm not the original chooch. There's an actual chooch. And believe me, that guy's a chooch. (laughs) (laughs) He's such a chooch, he moved to Pennsylvania to sell cars. That's how choochy that dude. Whatever. So he did mention uh, when I set the garage on fire, though. He did mention that. He did. In the, That's how oh, he ended yeah. the article. Yeah. Didn't Tommy, it? can I borrow your lighter? Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's do it again. Let's do it. Can I set the paper on fire? Is that allowed? No. Come on. Please don't. Mary, no, you're don't set anything on fire. There's, there's insurance regulations. There's there's professionals here from, from the news station. It's my there's final pe- act of defiance, and then I'll just run out oh. of here. Yeah. <laughs> Does Penny Crone still work at that station? <laughs> I think she's long gone. <laughs> Cameraman's cracking up. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm big fans of Roseanne and, uh, uh, Roseanne and Greg, but I call them the wrong name. You call them the wrong names. Rosetta, Rosetta Stone and, uh, and Gene Kelly. <laughs> Rosetta Stone. Mario Rosetta Kelly. Stone and Gene Kelly. I love that morning show. Yeah. I can't wait till, uh the... You know, no, the, you want to... these Russian names we can't pronounce. I can't oh wait till you God. try to butcher those. We got that all worked out. Yeah. yeah. We well, called a friend of ours who was a, an actual Russian. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't we just play one to, on TV. We managed to locate an actual Russian, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. She's yeah. defected here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, the, all these Pussy Riot uh, women have different names, and uh, some of them are code names. Oh, really? <laughs> it's interesting. In Russia, they have different they have names? different names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought they were all named the same. Is that true? No, they take on names pseudonyms. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we'll clear all that up. Our first caller has a has <laughs> Did a you know name. that in other countries, right. people have different names? Different names. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, this is mind-blowing. I can't wait for your news segment later. Oh, dude, it's great. It's a great one. Everyone in the United States is named Roy. Right. <laughs> Roy Smith. <laughs> Brian Musikoff, what's the uh, what's the guest lineup for tonight? Tonight we have Elijah, uh, no, Elisha mm-hmm. Wiesner mm-hmm. from right. uh, from uh, Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. Correct. He's calling in at any Wills. minute now. Any minute now. Then we have the P Riot ladies yep. and translator calling in at nine ish. Okay. And then we have the esteemable Miss Jennifer O'Connor calling yeah, in. Yeah, a lot about her. Very around, good. Around ten fifteen. That's great. And um, <coughs> these guys are from Massachusetts. You said which guys? The Elijah. Elijah's from Massachusetts. Right. right. Mar- well, Martha's yeah. Vineyard Fairies is his band, yeah. and it's a. Uh, 
It's we'll ask him. It's a we'll, we'll super group of sorts. It is. I don't know if he's going to like that uh, name. Super group. <laughs> <laughs> he's super. He's in a band called Cahoots too. Okay. So right. We'll, we'll we'll save that for his call. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll ask if he said his name right. So these are going to be like super group. Short and sweet. No crap, not crap. Well, I don't know, man. I feel bad for the guests. Yeah. We're going to do about 15 minutes, and then uh, the show is way. Oh, uh, wait, wait. I'll Tommy's to written a schedule out for us. I have it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you. Right. We'll see you. Yeah, throws it out. Hey, John. Itinerary. Let me, let me right get the schedule now. ready. John, I do have to say both Jennifer and Elijah were both very, very, very cool with the fact that we had the last-minute ad thrown in the middle there. With, right. With, 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 so they've been excellent about it. We thank them both great. for that. Right, great, great. After, great. like, Elijah's been dicked around. We got, like, last week. Here's the schedule. Yeah, 8 I, o'clock, I, start show. 8.01, off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to, you know, I, I would feel terrible bumping uh, Elijah twice. No, no, twice. not, not yeah. twice. <laughs> he was yeah, so week, nice about it. I felt like a like, dick. He was you know, so what's nice that? Remember on Larry Sanders? Who would always get bumped? Do you ever watch that show? They would bump, like, the same guy every week. Jimmy <laughs> yeah. Kimmel used to do a bit. Gary Shanling? He used to pretend that... Gary Shanling was the host. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel used to pretend that Matt Damon got bumped at the end of every show. Maybe that's what I'm thinking yeah. of, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. No, but last week we had C.J. Ramon, and we had to bump them for that. And then now, of course, with uh, our friends from Pussy Riot, that would have been hard. Which just happened yesterday, by the way. Right. So there's nothing we could have... Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. John and I were on the phone with their manager, like, trying to work this out. And uh, I just can't believe when I got the call. And he, he's going to be acting as their translator. So Because it's kind of hard to communicate with them because they don't speak the best of English. Yeah, I, I when, I t- when I talk to this guy on the phone... <laughs> He's like, can you hold on a second? I'm going over the Canadian border, and we don't have visas. And then there's like, <laughs> there's like screaming in Russian. And then, and then John, then I'm on the phone with the guy from Fox News at the same time. It's like the worst. I have two phones in my hand. My wife's yelling at you. And my wife's yelling at me to hang up on, on whoever I'm talking to. And I'm like, but it, I can't hang up on either of these people. I'm like, I can't do it. I and you're, trying, you're trying to stir the sauce and yeah. make dinner. I, I have two priority calls. I felt like such a badass because I hung up on the Fox News guy. I'm like, listen, I'll have to call you back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the phone with the guy from the manager, and then but I called him right back. Very nice guy. Yeah, very nice. It all worked out in the end. Yeah, so we'll have, they'll have a translator, and so we'll be uh, speaking very slowly, right, s- so they can understand us. Now, okay. I have Three a hour show. Is he, right? Is he American that speaks Russian, or is he from Russia that speaks English? He's Russian. from Russia with love. Okay, Sasha. I call him Sasha. Yeah, that's not his name whatsoever, but that's what I'm calling. That's what we're calling. Okay. Him. <laughs> So we're all going to speak slow at the same time, though, right? Correct. <laughs> I'll interrupt you in slow motion. Hey, John. Yeah, we'll yeah. speak very slowly and deliberately, Correct. and we'll try to get some uh, answers out of the, the punk collective. Yeah, Pussy Riot's on tour. Pussy Riot. Trying they're, to figure out a way to make this show longer. <laughs> <laughs> they're on tour. I think they're up in upstate New York, and uh, they're playing in New York on uh, this Monday. Right, John? The well, they're not playing. Right. Yes. Um, let's see. They will uh, have a performance. A spoken word performance. Yeah. Well, they'll be performing at BB King's on Monday, February twenty second, and uh, actually the day before that, for our Chicago listeners, who I know we have many, is uh, they're playing at Thalia Hall, February twenty first, the day before that. So, go out and see Pussy Riot. That's right. Also, should we do a uh, thunderstorm plug? Ooh, uh, yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah. everyone's there. Who's there? Sold out. Another PRF event up in uh, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, the Thunder Snow people. Yeah. Hey, everyone, mm-hmm. hope everyone's having a nice time up there. Friends in Michigan. Our, a lot of our listeners up there uh, having fun sitting in a hot tub and below freezing temperatures and uh, running around an ice cave. <laughs> and <laughs> and <laughs> what, what this is is a three-day three three music convention. People, yeah, people are like, hey, right. you want to go to the okay. ice caves? They're like, no. And then yeah. Conan shows up. They're like, let's go. Let's go to the ice caves. <laughs> <laughs> ice, ice spelunking. But it, it's... 
it's all it's all encompassed, right? It's in a hotel where the venue's there and it's your like rooms are there and the restaurants there. ATP kind of, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I've never been. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like a food. There's a sit down dinner. There's the whole nine. It's pretty amazing. Our friends from all over the country can set up these kind of indie rock get-togethers. What do you mean, our friends? <laughs> Your friends. I never met these dudes. You met two of them. <laughs> Tommy Interloper. Right. <laughs> any, any and you made enemies with one of them. <laughs> right. Tommy, t- so the New York Times... Uh, Used your real name. Are you, aren't you upset about that? Very upset. That's my favorite part of the article, by the way. <laughs> I've been trying to hide that for years. A lot of people Exposed. cut out the. Ar- a lot of people cut out the article and framed it. I just cut out that part. And framed it. Tommy Rockstar. Tommy, look at you. Why don't you like people using your real name, Tommy? Well, because first of all, it's a stage name, so every proper artist should go by a stage name. You're not. You're not <laughs> proper. Stage. You're not proper nor an artist. <laughs> you have no stage. Second of all, I got family to protect, yo. Uh, third of all, I've got estates and riches to protect. And fourth of all, I have like a kind you have of what? A, what are you a superhero? You made all this up. God, we just made it all up. It's people in your personal life to protect. <laughs> it's a fine line between trying to get famous and also keeping your privacy. Gotcha, Ask gotcha. any you Hollywood insane. star. Don't You're wear crazy person. Don't wear your Was mask like for you. Show? Wear it for them. I don't wear the mask for me. Tommy, wear it for them. The uh, the last four phone booths in New York are being torn down. Where are you going to change? <laughs> Mario. Well, Tom, Tom's the first superhero to change in a Wi-Fi hotspot. <laughs> My brother asked me that today. My brother's like, oh, so what kind of articles does you know this guy from the New York Times write? And it's like human interest stories and stuff. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I read one where it was like about four phone booths left. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, he wrote that one? Yeah. Sounds exciting. Yeah, that's what I thought you were referring to. What do you guys think of that, them changing over those phone booths to, like, Wi-Fi spots? The, you think that's actually, like, a smart thing, or do you think it's a waste of time? Oh, no. It is what it is. I'm, I'm, one of those, I'm one of those people who really likes old New York. I miss all the, uh, right. the hookers you, in Times Square. You could still J.O. in them, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be my favorite place to pee after a show. <laughs> Hold on. i got to take this. Right. Gush, 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 gush. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Standing. Gush. Yeah, so, uh, hey, Brian, what's going on with the guest there? Uh, I made a mistake. He's calling it at 8.30. Oh, okay. And meanwhile, he's he's probably listening, going, no, I'm not calling until 8.30. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> and you're right, sir. I screwed up. What did I say, 8.15? I don't know. No, eight yeah. eight thirty. Okay, 8 30. I just want to make sure I was like stalling for time. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then what time do we hang up on him? As opposed to the rest of the show. I'd say about eight fifty. What's, <laughs> what's the what's the itinerary say? Okay, sorry. I'd say about eight fifty or so, and then we go to a musical break yeah. and then we'll return around nine o'clock. A music cough break? A music cough break. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Is that it? No, so let's, let's let me let me get this straight. Patrick Walsh, that's you're me. the dark humor sidekick. Apparently, that's a, that's the New York Times style guy. Always, I like always that. saying he's a dick. And, <laughs> and Brian, Brian, you're the indie rock uh, indie rock aficionado. I didn't ask to be pinned with that, nor did I ever claim to be. <laughs> what else you got, Mary? I couldn't. I'm like, he's like, so what does Brian do on the show? I'm like, oh, he's bald. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. He, uh, glad he, to be here. He seems to like music. He plays bass. He did ask me about your band too. I told him that because oh, that's what it was. He goes. Oh, uh, what's Tommy? What's this Tommy Rockstar's band's name? Stuyvesant. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I was so tempted. I'm like, no, that's Brian Musicos band. He's pissing your pants, funny. You didn't say that. Yeah, I was like, oh, Brian, you know, does a does a lot of work booking guests lately, and uh, he's piss your pants, funny. 
There you go. <laughs> what else? And, and, and Ryan, what about Ryan? That was going to be the headline, actually. Fisher <laughs> <laughs> Pants funny, man, yeah. from New Jersey. It turns out his, his editor's a real <laughs> stick in the mud. Oh, God. <laughs> and Ryan, what are you, what are you Ryan? Me? High school friend and... Uh, I'm a high school friend and a game show host. And yes. I'm here to uh, give everybody, uh, browbeat everybody when they're... Uh, <laughs> I'm John's muscle. I'm here to browbeat everybody when they're saying things that are inappropriate. Ryan, how'd you feel oh, when you saw you fist. got top billing in the picture? Yeah, baby. I, I, I can't blame them. I'm, I'm handsome. You're what handsome. am I going to do? It's a great shot of you laughing. It's it's a burden more than anything. Boy, if yeah. I still had my hair. And I never laughed that hard on the show before. I don't know where that picture <laughs> came from. Yeah. It's just, just not that funny. It was, well, you posed for it. Yeah. I mean, no, I didn't. I, I, <laughs> and, and Tommy, you were in the picture too, but you get no mention. I saw your nose and your hand. That's right. That's, that's all right. that sticks out. That's a great picture. <laughs> that guy uh, who took Mario's the pictures, reflections very, very in the mirror. <laughs> the guy who took the pictures. Uh, what's his name? Uli something. Uli Roth. That's right. Uli Roth. Uli Roth. Uli Roth. No, it's not Uli Roth. That's the <laughs> right? guitar player of the early Scorpions. <laughs> right. Oh, Scorps. 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 Not sports. <laughs> I thought that sounded familiar. <laughs> that guy was cool, though. He kept I was giving him direction and telling him how to shoot and stuff, and he really appreciated it. Well, that's that's <laughs> what you do, Tommy. <laughs> he kept pointing at him and pointing at him. Exactly. Half the pictures are Tommy's finger. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a conductor. He's like a great conductor. The conversational director, uh, quote, unquote. Right. He can't help himself with the hands. It's okay. It's, yeah. It means you're animated. It means I'm, you're into I'm it. I'm a barrage octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Brian Musical will draw a picture of you. <laughs> For a price. I didn't know you were such a good artist. Hey, me and Tuna... Me and Tuna are on the same page now, so, no pun intended. So if he's charging, I'm charging. Mr. Right. King's a great yeah, artist. Why not? Do it. Commission it. When I when I had Mr. King do these uh, beautiful drawings, so, of everybody, I uh, <laughs> no, oh they're, they're still great. filming. I, I, I started smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Um, you know, I offered him. I said, "What do you want?" And he told me the price, and we very reasonable. And that's, I was happy. That's to pay. a Tommy Rockstar commissioned uh, original, baby. All right. Well, sure I could is. do I could do it cheaper than him next time, John. Oh, <laughs> Mr. King's getting undercut. <laughs> I could, yeah, but it I won't be a Mr. King joint. It'll, it'll be your own it'll special. It'll be better. Thing. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just getting to Well, well kind of the uh, charm of Mr. King's drawings is that they're like really kind of bad. I'm a fan. Yeah, no. I it's mean, just I that I'm it. cheaper. I wouldn't buy it. If I, I, uh, <laughs> I got mine for free. <laughs> I bought it. Was there a coupon for that? No, I, I did a uh, Mr. King portrait in his style, and I sent it to him, and then I got one back, and then Brian, uh, I mean, Pat, you lost it, didn't you? No, you left I it here. Like it. You I leave, I never had it. Like, you uh, leave everything around. Well, that's so I could come back. <laughs> <laughs> He's carrying 4,000 papers in front of him like a bag lady. He, is, he really is like, a, like, a, like an old girlfriend who leaves her underwear at your house. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves his pieces of them everywhere around now, him. Now, find I, it everywhere. Now, yeah, now I have to come back. Right. Don't, don't I come here every week whether you guys want me to or not? That's yeah, right. He's here every day on Saturday. Like, did I leave my what? bag? Did I leave my Hello Kitty lunchbox? Did I leave my half a beer? And, and then he's back. Like, uh, the last thing I want to do is even think about the show on Saturday. Does he keep a toothbrush here by any chance? <laughs> he doesn't brush his teeth. No. Does he have his own section of the medicine has, cabinet? Has job? the relationship progressed to that point yet? He has his own toothbrush. Wait a minute, here. wait a minute. I know he plays poker afterwards, but the next day he's still here? Yeah, he comes to pick up whatever crap he left here. Oh, God. Yeah, and then I, I got to talk to him for another hour. Yeah, I don't want to break up that. that you know, you always got to leave something. Do you need to... a friend? Because you, the past two days, <laughs> do you need a friend? You've been calling me and texting me, and I've been and been at work and stuff. And the last voicemail you left me sounded like you were like, like John, I'm trying to get in touch with you. I don't know where, what's going on. And then a text like, "Where are you?" I'm in and bed. I'm like, I was in bed. You're never in bed. <laughs> I was in bed. Wow. John's had a busy week, man. John calls me up yeah. at five in the morning. What's the matter? I'm like, the phone is ringing. I'm, I'm sleeping on the couch with my. 
remote in one hand and drool coming out of my mouth. And the phone rings. I'm like, what, what, what is it? He goes, what's the matter? He goes, you sent me a text. Uh, where are you? I'm like, I sent you that text at one in the morning. <laughs> it came to me. I was at work. The text comes, because I don't get texts at work. I get the iMessage thing now. Right. I have Wi-Fi and no phone service. So if I walk outside or close to the door for a second, a text will come in. So the text comes in. It says Mario 501. <laughs> and, and I see it was like 20 minutes ago. So I call him right back. I'm like, is everything okay? I'm like, why is this guy texting me at 501? Where are you? I'm like, was he in jail? Is he in trouble? Do I have to go bail him out? What's the deal? Have you ever had to try bail Mary He's out like, of jail? Why are you calling me at five in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> that text said you just texted me. Does that ever happen? You bail him out of jail? No, like that? no. no. Mario doesn't Marone, go to jail. He, he, go to jail. he talks his way out of everything. He's, He's never going to go to jail. His white privilege. Uh, we put people in jail. <laughs> gets him right out of there. Oh my god. <laughs> Mario doesn't go to <laughs> jail. Charm his way out of Fort Knox. I did yeah. go to jail once. For what? No. For what? I thought it was the art museum, but it was the mayor's office, and we were doing. In clandestine activities outside the office there, and oh, just like Pussy Riot, two gentlemen <laughs> were watching us, and I just thought it was in San Francisco my first time that they were just part of that, you know, that um, population of men that love each other, and I thought nothing of it. It turned out to be undercover policemen. Mario's code word. <laughs> so what did I know? I had to, I had to eat fish sticks and uh, bribe people with cigarettes, and I rapped for them, and that, that got me out of the trouble. <laughs> what year was this? Yeah. I don't know. How did, that, how did that rap Probably go? Probably 85, 86. Yeah, <laughs> me and uh, Woody D. Vaughn, who's uh, my, my partner in crime there, was on the radio show with me. We ended up spending the night, in, uh, not the night, I think we spent the night, yeah, they let us go in the next morning on my buddy Rob came and got us. Caller, please call in. <laughs> but uh, you'll never know how good fish sticks can taste when you're, until you're locked up. That's all right. I can say. They're delicious. Is that hey. the end of the Mario segment? <laughs> Thanks for coming I, down, I, Mario. I don't know what the hell I'm we'll doing here. We'll see you next here. week, Mario. I don't know what the hell you're doing here either. <laughs> I did two, oh, I did Mario, two things today I you, that I've I need you done. next to me, Mario. Stay here. I did two things I've never done. I got here on time, and I actually took a shower. That's right. What else did you forget to take? <laughs> That's we, all. We I forgot you. to take my meds. <laughs> What's going on in the chat box, John? I don't know. If I could speak it to my microphone. He's got the camera up his nose. Smile. The camera smile, guy's John. filling the chat box. Uh, the chat box solely saying that he's uh, he texts me. He he loves texting me because he has no idea what my schedule is, and he calls in like a just texts me like bangs him like a maniac. Of course. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Is this Alicia? Um, Elijah. Oh, Elijah. Yeah. Sorry, man. Sorry. I'm gonna. I'm the worst. I. I, I botch every every name. I apologize. Elijah, you. Everyone gets my name wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you're four minutes early. I told you eight thirty. No, that's pretty. Well, there, there was prison statistics, <laughs> and uh, I just had to. I just had to put an end to that. Um, yeah, oh, well, fair <laughs> enough. You're, you're actually you're rescuing us. So thank you. you we, thank you. We appreciate <laughs> it. And it's, oh, it's, you're welcome. It's 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 Wiesner, correct? Uh, Wiesner. Elijah Wiesner. Wiesner. Gotcha. Wiesner. And you're gonna have like a lot more trouble with with pussy rides. Yeah, we will. Yeah, yeah. we shall. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're Especially gonna tell pretend them. they're from Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it is a baby veil. Yeah, that, that'll work. <laughs> it's a baby fucking wheel, man. Elijah, uh, <laughs> <Again. laughs> holy shit, Jay. We actually kind of know each other from the from the electrical audio forums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that, well, that's it. That's the end of the interview. Thanks, yeah, thanks for calling, bud. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, 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 I'm really the warm-up act here. I think, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry. That, no, that you're a guest. It's such a packed show. I mean, it's like jammed. It's all jammed up with show. Well, it's a great, I mean, come on, Jennifer O'Connor. Oh, oh man. Yeah, I've been listening to her all day. She's fantastic. And, guys, he, he, I mean, he, yeah, here's the tie-in. 
uh, guys, Jennifer O'Connor has a record label called Kiam or Kiam, everyone to pronounce it, and uh, she puts out uh, Elijah's band. Oh, okay, that's oh, right. Yeah. She does at Kiam Records. Kiam. Elijah's in a band called the Martha's Vineyard Fairies, and of course, uh, they are, you know, all. It's it's a super group, a super group. Can, can we, uh, super group. Can we, super group. Can we say that super group? Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> uh, super group of uh, like-minded people and people you kind of like. I mean, you know. To, all right, here are the guys who are in his band. You ready for this? Yep. There's a lot. There's a lot. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely in the band. He's in the band, right? And he's pretty super. And he's you know that's one superstar right there. Then uh, you got. Freaking Chris Brokaw. Right. Tom Brokaw's son? No. Chris Brokaw was in Cody and he was in Kong. He was, he was in, uh, what's the other band he was in? He <sighs> was in Talia Zedek's uh, solo band. He was in G.G. Allen and the AIDS Brigade. Oh, really? He was. Oh, wow. Wow. I know. The New Year. Right? The oh. New Year, yeah. And uh, uh, rounding it, rounding out the band is uh, Bob Weston. Hey. Rusty. Bob Weston of Shellac, Volcano Sons, Mission of Burma. I mean, this is a, this is a super group. And a damn good group too. We'll yeah. play. We'll play one of their songs. I've, I played. Band. I played that song like a bunch of times in this radio show. I, I, I need to get more stuff. Thank you. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I'll ask you a question eventually. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine just listening. I, you know, I, I'm. I'm probably a bad interview. So. No. So you live on uh, Martha's Vineyard. Is that correct? I do. Yeah. Yeah. And what's it like on the island, man? Yeah. You, you got to take the ferry to get in and out, right? That's the only way. Namely, off season. Well, you, you could swim, I guess. Um, right. It's. Uh, you could fly. Um, but yeah, you got to take a ferry. It's nice. Uh, it's really, 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 really nice here. About ten months of the year, and then the summer it's crazy. It's a million fucking people, and then September happens and it's nice. Right, and you're a year-round guy. Obviously, you're not like you know, you're not a tourist. Yes, I'm a year-round guy. I mean, the, su- the summer's nice. It's beautiful, and there's beaches and stuff, but it gets really crowded. Did you grow up there? And, uh, uh, yeah, I was born here. Oh wow! And, uh, and I, yeah, I never met anybody who's been born and raised in Martha's Vineyard. Right. It's pretty cool. Um, what's the music scene? Usually, you just go right. there to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the music scene like up there? Yeah, what? you know, it, well, it uh, it's pretty bad. What's the cell phone? Um, like? <laughs> it has been flows, I think. I mean, there's been times when there was like an absolutely great music scene here, uh-huh. where you get, and right now. I don't know. There's a lot of sort of folk music. Um, I, I haven't heard anything in a little while that has really excited me. There was a band called Bank of America a couple of years ago that I really liked. Great band. Um, Terrible band. Constant Smiles. What's that? Is there a venue? Yeah. Is there a There's venue? band called Constant Smiles. I like Keith Williams. I gotcha. Is there a and, place? Uh, they, there. Is there a place for you guys to play, like a regular, like loud, a place where, say, the, the ferries could play, like a louder rock venue that's on the on the island? Not really. I mean, there's there's bars that have music, but they all have you know kind of like blues. Right. Why don't bar, we try a bar rock blues? You know, it seems like every few years is a place does shows for a while, either a coffee shop or a bar, and then they go out of business. So what do you guys? And, uh, what do you? What are you guys working on now? So there have been really good places to have shows over the years, and right now there's. But it, it, I'm sure there'll be something. There was a really great record store here for a long time, and there was a lot of awesome shows there. Yeah, cool. You guys travel a lot anyway. So. Right. What are you guys working on now? Yeah. New record? New the Fairies? Are you touring? Uh, we're doing nothing. 
<laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, you guys live all yeah. over the country. I mean, Bob lives in Chicago, and uh, Chris lives in, what, Seattle? Chris lives in Seattle, yes. Oh. So right now we are doing nothing. We did a West Coast tour um, about eight months ago, I think, and that was a lot of fun. And I think this spring or summer we will do probably some East Coast stuff, but we're not sure yet. Right. And we were working on some new songs and uh, just having fun. How'd this come to be? How did, how did you meet uh, Weston and broke on form? form? Um, I met Bob, I think I met, I met Bob, he was recording my other band, Cahoots, years ago. Uh. <clears throat> and um, Chris, I met, Cahoots was just playing a lot of shows with him. He was playing solo at the time, and we were playing a lot of shows, and then we needed a drummer for a tour, and he filled in on drums for us. Oh, cool. And Bob and I had sort of been joking around about like we were doing fake band names one night and like, oh, the Martha's Vineyard Fairies, that's a great name. Okay, and we should have that band. And then a year later, it's like, oh, we should get a drummer. And it was like, oh, we should get Chris. So, we And Weston already knew Chris, right? Yeah, they knew each other. And, and uh, from, from, you know, the Volcano Sun's codeine days. Right. It's excellent, excellent stuff. So you guys working on new songs and that just happens by like, uh, you do it online? We don't really. Um, like when we were in Seattle, uh, we did the West Coast. We got to Chris's, you know, a couple of days early and rehearsed and went over some new stuff. And we'll probably do the same thing. Mm, you know? Well, such bona fide players, I'm sure you don't even need to. Or it just comes to you. <laughs> like, is uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> At least not, not for me. What kind Chris, of bu- is, Chris is really a great musician, and and Bob is a really good bass player. I'm I'm kind of a hack. But, no, uh, cahoots are great. And you guys rotate instruments too, don't you? In, the in, fairies? No, we don't. I thought you'd. All right. I thought you'd. So the fairies, uh, Chris plays drums, Bob plays bass, and I play guitar. Uh, we rotate singing, so we have a singing drummer. Okay. Oh, he's, like, oh, wow. He does the Phil Collins thing. <laughs> does he have the mouthpiece, the uh, headset? Oh, no. He's just got a, got a microphone. <laughs> we have to get him a headset. <laughs> He'll be into that. <laughs> well, maybe we should all get them, like kind of like the Garth Brooks style <laughs> <Right>? ones. Like, <laughs> to hide under your cowboy hat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should get cowboy hats, too. How often do you guys come down in New York? Um, we've played in New York twice. Uh, we played at Death by Audio. Nice. Twice. I was yeah, at that. Good place. Oh, you went what to that was pack? a good place? How was that yeah, show? Incredible. Yeah. Oh, they were both excellent shows. Yeah, they were good. great. We good. played in New Jersey once, too. We played in uh, at the Bowling Alley. Uh, oh, uh, Asbury Lanes? Asbury Lanes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat, yeah, fun spot. I, Pat, I don't know if you know this uh, by reading the forum. Maybe you do, but I remember Elisha uh, was uh, uh, somewhat of a, a fantastic carpenter. Like, whenever there was a tool question, like me and Pat know about this stuff. And whenever there was a tool question, I would always read your uh, responses, and they were always great about like building stuff and yeah. what what drill was good. Yeah. And I appreciate that stuff. <laughs> yeah, <Lisha's> quite <laughs> the handyman. I thought you meant the band. Well, I, I'm I'm a carpenter. I, uh, yeah. I do it for for a job. So. Okay. Oh, by trade. So are you like uh, you go around to different houses on the island and and do and do carpentry, or you work for a company? What is what's the story? No, I, I work for myself. I, I I do exactly that. I go around to different houses and work on them. Basically. Nice. Yeah. I just um, I've, I've worked for companies and stuff, but uh-huh. I, I, it's a lot easier just to work for myself. Right. So now you're doing like any kind of general carpentry are you like a finished carpenter or you have a specialty or anything like that um i would prefer to be doing all finished carpentry but uh realistically i do whatever i do a lot of a lot of shingling i do a lot of building decks um right i was putting in some doors this week yeah i, I would imagine that everyone has a deck like everybody every single person on martha's Vineyard has a deck and they <laughs> rot really and they rot. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's salt water right 
Yeah, and so I just sort of drive around to houses and fix decks. <laughs> now, uh, That's pretty much what I do. Like if, if, I'm, if I'm replacing my deck, do I, uh, am I, uh, what do you think of these coated deck screws? I use those instead of nails or what? It doesn't matter. I just use nails. How do you feel about tracks? <laughs> Welcome to Shop Talk. Composite decks. Crap, no, not, no, no, that's just crap. Crap, you not crap. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to want to use fur. You're going to want to use mahogany. Mahogany? You know. I'm not made of money. Well, no, it's, it's, it's they call your, it mahogany. Just it's not, get no, back in your truck and get out of here. I'm not paying for mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> that, that just threw you off the property when you tried to sell them the mahogany job. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's mahogany in, like, you know, in air quotes. Uh, I, I don't think if you sent it off to the lab, it would come back, uh, you know, as mahogany. Sorry. But yeah, that's 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 pretty much it here. I mean, the winter is uh, it's you know cold and island islandy and fun. Are, do you do you fish? Uh, no, um, I don't like boats. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay, <laughs> I figured it's a big boat town, dude. I love to fish. I get sick every time. <laughs> every time I can't. Yeah, I, it is. It's yeah. I live on an island and I don't like boats. Um, <laughs> um, I fished a lot when I was a kid. Okay, uh, it, right. It was great, and uh, occasionally I go catch squid. Oh, okay. For what? For what purpose? To eat. Yeah. Oh, really? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're delicious. Hey, yeah. Skin, that's, skin, good, that's, that's good striper bait. You know what that's called, right? Skunjil. 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 Yeah, I'll be the only person there that isn't catching bait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. With my friend Charlie. Hey, stop and, eating and the chunk. the only people there that were like, going home to eat the things. Uh-huh. You're not going to eat that, are you, Jay? Holy oh, shit. Holy shit, shit. Jay. <laughs> if that's a flounder, man, let's pull it in, Jay. <laughs> those, those guys, uh, Bob Wesson's brother, Eric, has a, a wicked masshole accent. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he's. Bob's brother basically sounds like those guys. I love that accent. A lot of people hate it. I think it's like poetry. I was wa- oh. I was watching uh, Wicked Tuna like at 2 o'clock in the morning last night when I was on my couch trying to fall asleep. There's a boat called the Wicked Pisser. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. my grandmother was from Danvers, Mass, and had, had she had the strongest, you know, like, you know, Hi, how are you? Okay. Hey! Like, just unbelievable. Unbelievable Massachusetts accent. A little bit of the local flavor, isn't it weird? Like how, like you don't ha- seem to have like the Massachusetts accent. Like some people just like avoid yeah, it. I think. I mean, it's like the Southern accent. You don't actually have to be from the South to have it. Yeah. You know, I think the, the Masshole accent. You know, you can you can have or not. <laughs> in at, Massachusetts, did at some point in your life you you were like a uh, you made a uh, conscious decision like I'm not going to talk like that. Yeah, I, I, my my parents didn't have it. Although I, I always assumed my mom probably did when she was growing up, right? Um, and and you know, like worked really hard to get rid of it or something. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> phonetics, right? But sometimes I wish I did have it because it's really unique, and uh, you know, nobody ever gets it right on TV. Nobody right. ever, right. you know, it's a unique and sort of terrifying accent. It is very terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I love to hear different accents. I'm like a fascinated by accents, not not fascinated enough to read too much about it. Well, right. I mean, it's 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 fascinating to hear, but I, I bet it's really boring to you know <laughs> read, talking about what other people sound like. Well, yeah, the the, ling- the linguistics with uh, between New England and uh, I guess you could say like Brooklyn and New York, mm. they, we we have the same thing with the letter R. Right, and it, they say that oh, goes oh, back. Yeah. That goes back to the 1700s. With right, the, and the English came over, and the, yeah. all that stuff. The, you know, the the the, the masshole accent is not that far off from the the, the New York accent, it's just namely the, Long Island. Two two things from the same cloth. Not you know? agree right. with that. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, my wife's from Long Island, and her uh-huh. her family uh, will all have the Long Island Long Island accent. Oh yeah, we're on Long Islands. Um, <laughs> she's um, they're they're all over. Oh, put her on. She's got well, a lot of family, and they live. You don't know what neighborhood your wife is <laughs> right. from? Come on, motion sense. <laughs> Point Bay Lookout Shores. is where her aunt lives right now. Mar- where? Point Lookout. I don't know where that oh, is. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, oh, you're way out there. You're way out there. Oh, well, forget that's, it. that's her aunt. That's where I've been. Um, practically Rhode Island. It'd take you like two hours from where mm-hmm. I am. Forget it. You're out there. Yeah, I mean, you're out there. It's nice out there. Yeah. Oh, buried, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, Plandome is a town. Yeah. Plandome and Manhasset. Yeah. Plandome's very close. Yeah, Manhasset. Manhasset, yeah. that whole area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we know Manhasset. I was born in Manhasset. Where are you, Brian? I was. Mm. North Shore. What, what hospital are you born at? North Shore Animal League. <laughs> <laughs> North, North Shore Hospital. Um, my Everyone. father-in-law, uh, who died a couple of years ago, lived lived out there and worked at a worked at a hospital. Okay. Well, sorry for your loss, but he's from Long Island uh, too, huh? Oh yeah. Gotcha. Hey, can we, are, are the t-shirts still available? The profane yeah, and uh, Martha Vineyard Terry t-shirts oh, are absolutely yeah. still available. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's talk merch, baby. Uh, we'll sell them to you. Um, no, 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 uh, you no, no. You can get them with or without swears. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, they're, each one is painstakingly custom made by by Chris, Bob, or myself. Yeah, I have one. I love mine. Which Who made yours? I don't know. I don't care. It's perfect. <laughs> I guess uh, Alicia. Wait, which one is yours? Uh, mine is says, yours swear-laden? It has a bad word on it. Uh, okay, is, Chris made that one. Okay. <laughs> is, it a, is it the C word? There was one that was really like... Awful. Oh, there's one that's unbelievable, and I, I made that one because there was uh, a girl at a show was like, you know, because we're like, oh, do you want some swears on here? She's like, I want it as filthy as you can possibly make it, and I was like, okay, and I made it, and she put it on, and I was like, I really shouldn't have done that, right? And uh, but that one's out there. That one's out there. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're ten bucks. You can, you know, we'll we'll make you a really crappy T-shirt with a sharpie for ten dollars. That's that's our entire business model. <laughs> that's great. Nice. Well, I where can, where can we see and purchase these? Um. Well, uh, we have a Bandcamp page. There you go. Um, and you could. I think they're on there. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Uh, who's in charge of like the making a page and stuff? It seems like in shellac that uh, nobody wants to do any of this stuff. But it seems like Bob books the tour and like tells people, I guess, on on the forum, and that's pretty much. I don't know if he's like. Does he? Uh, Book the stuff, for, the tours for you guys. Does it, who handles uh, the band? Yeah, he, he does most of our booking. Yeah, right. and that's nice. Um, I think the Bandcamp page. I think Ryan Duncan actually set up the Bandcamp page. Oh yeah, sure, Ryan Duncan. Yeah. Of, he, uh, his, his label Sick Room put out our first EP. Oh and, snap! Uh, um, I'm pretty sure he set it up, and with the record on Kyan, the new record, or new, it's a few years old now. Uh, Jennifer O'Connor, who you're going to be seeing with handles. Runs that label, so she ships out the the records. <laughs> we don't really do anything. If you order a T-shirt, Chris or I or, or Bob will will send you a T-shirt. Right, you can't get the uh, T-shirt with but, uh, the C-word on it from uh, Kyam Records. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't put Jennifer through that, would you? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I don't think I'd she know. might. No, she'd be fine. I mean, Jennifer's awesome. Yeah. Um, and Kyam is just a great label, but. Uh, but it's they're they're ten dollars. They're post paid, and these are top quality, the cheapest shirts we could buy. At a department store. <laughs> Wait, what's going on here? So you just went to like a Kmart and bought like the, the blank T-shirt. I think we went to like a sub Kmart, like, <laughs> like you know. And, and the nice thing is, you don't really have to travel with them. You can just go anywhere and go to a store and buy a ten pack of T-shirts. Dude, step into my That's office. Great. Let's, let's talk. So if you want to go to Canada, 
You just like go to Canada and then you go to a Canadian store and buy their T-shirts and write on them and you're done. We're good worldwide. <laughs> um, and actually, what I've wanted to do for like a batch of T-shirts is that you know in the in the, in the fall, all the T-shirt stores here have big sales. You know, they want to get rid of their T-shirts and just buy a bunch of crappy Martha's Vineyard T-shirts and just then all we'd have to write is fairies with mm-hmm. the Sharpie. Right. Yeah. Oh man, and that would that's a save great us idea. a whole lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to be wants to sit there with the hand cramps while you're trying to write out Martha's Vineyard? My entire right, business it, is That's what that. I'm saying. So, so if we actually, if I can get that together this coming next fall, you know, really, really buy out some cheap shirts. You could do um, it. You should buy like uh, some ACDC shirts and cross out the. <laughs> no, but those one. are going to be full price. Like, right. That that's is, true. That's true. <laughs> I was able to uh, get one for. Uh, this is. Invaluable. I got one for the price of one Canadian Gretzky bill. Oh yeah, no, we take Gretzkys too. Um, That's not real. You can't get them anymore. No, no, they they stopped printing those. I think Canada had a thing. I'm not sure what it was. They they put Wayne Gretzky on money for real. You didn't know? I thought oh, yeah. I, I thought that was a gag. No, I sent him an actual Gretzky. Holy I want it God. back too. It's worth more than a T-shirt. Well, I, I tried to bring that to the bank, and it it they they didn't take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what you could take to the bank. A hundred goals a season, my friend. Take that to the bank. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> How about the best hockey player of all time? Take that right to the bank. I no, no, I think I think Bobby Orr was the greatest ho- hockey player of all time. You think? Yeah. Yeah, he was all right. I mean, <laughs> come on. There's no, well. I mean, the Demente song, are you Bobby a, Orr. Yeah. Are you a Bruins fan? Do you follow the hockey? Um, I'm pretty much a fair weather yeah. hockey fan. Right. Yes, I'm, 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 I like to go to games. Uh, I, I don't really, you know, if they're doing good, if they're in the playoffs. I'll yeah, watch. I, I was just gonna say, like, if they're in the playoffs, you 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 would show up to a game. Oh, I'll go to a, I'll go to a game anytime. Any, you know, if I love going to see hockey games. Next time you're down in New York, I'll bring you to the Barclays Center. You can meet the car. Yeah. Oh my God, the Islanders. Well, I'm a Rangers fan, but Pat's an Islanders guy, and the, the Islanders moved to Brooklyn, and. Uh, there's Wait, just, the Islanders moved to Brooklyn? Yes. Yeah, they're in the Barclays Center now. Oh, that sucks. There's no one at the game. Like the, you can get a ticket, I would imagine. You can get a ticket for five bucks. And now as a Rangers fan, like, you know, I gotta sell my car to go to a regular season game. Right, yeah. Ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. It's all rich people there. But if you want to go to, yeah, if you're ever in New York, just go show up at the Barclays Center. Even if the Islanders aren't playing, you could pay them <laughs> each five dollars to play. And right. they'll just put, they'll, you know, it's like, it's that re- empty all the time. Thank it's you. It's not that. When my wife, was, my wife was growing up, uh, uh, her dad was one of the team doctors for the Islanders. And uh, so she was at, like, every home game for when she was, you know, five or something like that. Yeah, oh, wow. That'd be great. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. She has, like, some signed stuff from all the players and stuff. It was cool. I wish my dad went to college. I know, right? <laughs> no, my dad, my dad went to college. My dad went to Harvard, and he um, was on for a living. <laughs> He mowed lawns for a living, and he with a Harvard education. <laughs> yeah, he's like a caretaker, carpenter, and lawn, lawn guy. That's it. Every every. I'm job. not putting down mowing lawns. And of that's course, yeah, 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 yeah. Every job he, interview he showed up on, they're they're like, we can't take you seriously with that accent, sir. Right, we apologize, but. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, I should have gone to college. I get a so. fucking doctorate, Jay. Holy hey, shit! Kid. I get a fucking wicked degree, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you have to say in Boston, they say Haas. Right here, Haas. Haas. They, they say dude a lot in Boston. Dude. I mean, in, in, yeah. in New England. Dude! The fuck? Let's go down to Grendel's and get a beer, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Holy 
shit, Jay. <laughs> I... <laughs> we'll sell you a T-shirt that has that on it if you yeah. want. Oh, yeah. please, look, you know what? I will buy a holy shit, Jay T-shirt in a second from you guys. Please. Yeah, it's going to be. You know, I mean, they might. Don't, don't, don't. I mean, nobody's listening, right? Don't let those guys know because no, nobody's listening. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure Bob's listening. Is one more question. I'm sorry, I have to cut the interview kind of short because the. Oh, I, that's fine. I'm I a have a freaking player. news crew outside, and I got all this shit going on. <laughs> they want to talk to me. I, this is ridiculous. It's 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 like. Yeah, I mean, this is. So the, I, I feel bad for everyone listening. Who's probably there's probably a lot of people listening for the first time. I do have to ask you one more question. Uh, is Bob Weston yeah. a dick? Oh, no, he's a really nice guy. Yeah, no, I know. I've met him, and he's nice, but he, he sometimes he's a little standoffish, no? <laughs> um, well, not, not with me. Right. Well, maybe it's just you. Um, maybe it's just me. <laughs> yeah, no, I he's mean, always uh, nice. No, no, he's a nice guy. We played a nice baseball game together. I pitched, oh, him nice. a, I pitched him a, a ball, and he knocked it almost out of the park. But thank God my friend Greg Pym was there, who's never played baseball in his life, <laughs> snagged the, the, was a sure home run from Bob Westron. He climbed the wall of Torrey Hunter. It was amazing, I, in the mud. I played baseball with Bob and Chris one time and, and a bunch of other people, and Chris did the, the most amazing thing. He came out and he played one, he played half an inning. He went out and he played, he was in right field, and he made a great catch. Like, one great catch. And he's like, I'm done for the day. That's it. Yeah, he, he really came out, one great catch, and then that was it for the game for Chris. <laughs> Very good. Thank you so much, Lasha. I really well, well, thank you, guys. And yeah. uh, I look forward to, to Pussy Riot and then Jennifer O'Connor. Go, go to Kiam Records. Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, Kiam. Kiam. Go to Kiam Records and buy the Martha's Vineyard Ferries album, Mass Grave, the latest. All right? That's the latest one, 2013? That's the latest one, yeah. Yeah, go buy that album and also uh, visit them on the band camp. Oh, we're there. We're and there. we'll be in New York hopefully soon. Buy a like t-shirt, it. and when you're in New York, we'll be happy to uh, plug you and play you, and hopefully you guys and come in. Take you to a hockey well, game. Yeah. A- enjoy yeah. your newfound um, celebrity. Everyone will forget <laughs> by tomorrow. It'll be gone yeah, by tomorrow. Totally. I'll forget yeah. by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I've already forgotten. <laughs> we got right, ripped guys. off. Well, thanks America. a lot. All right. Thanks, thanks man. I really appreciate it. Sorry uh, for, for, you know, being... I, you sure. got, there's, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not offended. All right. <laughs> nice, uh, thanks. I, I feel, I feel <laughs> it's kind of music. Bye. Thanks, man. All right, Woo. we'll see you later. Yeah. I'll we'll be back after this.
навеки верным. Я люблю Россию, я природа. Живи просто святому подобно. Не ешь скоромное, потребляй скромное. И станешь на ноги скоро. Зампрокуроры, прокурор, коммунистическая партия, дружба с олигархами. Я патриот, сам из Хабаровского края. И дела решать не в какой-то там вашей геропе выбираю, а на родине, в России матушки предпочитаю. Будь смиренным, будь кротким, не заботься о тленном. Власти данной Богом, сынок, будь навеки верным. Я люблю Россию, я патриот. Отдыхать, конечно, приятнее в Греции или Ницце. Не поеду на Форос, говорят, там перебой с электричеством. Но если кто меня спросит, иметь бизнес тут или в загранице, то тут я сторонник российских традиций. Кого надо, допросим, порешаем, кирпич вовремя уроним, рыбам кормим. Кто не нужен, того похороним. Слишком резвых мы на зоне трудоустроим. За своих мы до конца стоим, понял? Ведь дружба, брат, это святое. Без проблем, брату голодное дело твое закрою. Тех, кто много пиздит, зарою. Кто будет выебываться, уедет под конвоем. Надеюсь, Володя, Леша Навальный и Петя Павленский тебя больше не побеспокоят. Будь смиренным, будь кротким, не заботься о тленном. Власти данной Богом, сынок, будь навеки верным. Я люблю Россию, я патриот. Есть, например, директор в Иркутском пароходстве. С нашими интересами не имеет, сука, никакого сходства. Директор не дает пароходы, а у Господа Бога свои заходы. Гараж, табуретка, веревка, ночь. Директору решаем нужно помочь. На погоне новая звезда, на шее стрингуляционная борода. Сын попросил на Рождество не елку, а месторождение соляное. Духовник мне сказал, что семейные ценности — это святое. Не беспокойся, сыночек, конкурентов, сыночек, мы легко успокоим. Будет тебе и кирпичное, и корабельное, и соляное. Я хозяин слова, я же говорю, что все устрою. Будь смиренным, будь кротким, подумай отленным. Хочешь мочить и не попасться, начальству будь верным. Я люблю Россию, я патриот. И если кто меня спросит, строить или не строить Новороссию? Конечно, строить. Чем больше России, тем больше удой. Я патриот. И дела выбираю решать не в какой-то там вашей гейропе, а на родине, в России матушки предпочитаю. И если брать, убивать, воровать, тут я предан родине. И на родине делать это выбираю. Тут поможет прокурор Калужской области и Хабаровского края. Запок и цепояс поддержит Краснодарском крае. И это не то, что вам в какой-то там Швейцарии. Борьбы с коррупцией, а точнее самой коррупцией, я тут сам управляю. Я люблю Россию, я патриот. Но жил бы в Швейцарии. И если хочешь позаботиться о своем тленном, Путин и сынок, до конца будь верным. Я люблю Россию, я патриот. Будь смиренным, будь кротким, подумай о тленном. Хочешь мочить и не попасться, начальству будь верным. Я люблю Россию, я патриот. Будь смиренным, будь кротким, подумай отленным. Хочешь мочить и не попасться, начальству будь верным. Я люблю Россию, я патриот. Будь смиренным, будь кротким, подумай отленным.
Хочешь мочить и не попасться на часть, быть верным. Я люблю Россию, я патриот. Right, we're yeah. back live from the barrage. How's it? How's everybody doing? Whoa! Whoa. That was exciting. Oh, that was a whirlwind of uh, that was a crash course in uh, television producing here. These guys are pros. They just, they swept in here, did the interviews. Yeah, swept in five times. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. So good. They did. Uh, they they they. <laughs> uh, for our local audience. <laughs> You can tune into Fox 5 uh, New York, just regular Channel 5, regular TV, not wow. even cables. And uh, about 10.15, you want to you start watching that, and you will see, uh, I guess there'll be a segment on this radio show. I'm freezing, too. This I should go put a jacket on. fucking yeah. amazing. This is crazy. <sighs> uh, unbelievable. John, uh, I'll take over. These guys tried yeah. to... Uh, oh, here we go. Let's dive in. I almost hit the hang up, hang up with John? Yes, Sasha, you're on the air. Yes, can you hear me? Hello? You did hit the hang-up button. No, I see him. It's it's running. Hello? You there, Sasha? Are you there? I heard his voice for a second there. He hung up. Okay, call back. back again. I can call him back now. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, right. Maybe it's a conference call thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right. We'll wait for him to come back. That's the tour right. manager of Pussy Riot. That's Alexander. I'm not even going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> you got the first name wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what just happened, but uh, I heard his voice. Maybe he can't hear me for some weird reason. Come in, comrade. Uh, I come don't in, know. comrade. Yeah, well, they're, I believe they're in transit, right? They're crossing. Yeah. No, they're in a hotel. Oh, there here we go. go. Let me try him. Come on, baby. Hello. Sorry, but yeah, sorry, but uh, hotel internet connection lost. Ah, no problem. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, it's okay again. Yes. Okay. Yes. Can I, uh, Ali, Can I call you, Sasha, or you prefer yes. Alexander? Yes, you can call me, Sasha. Uh, yeah, Sasha, no how are you? Thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate it. Are we already on air or not? Yes, we're on the air. Hmm? We are live. We are live on the air right now, sir. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so, Masha is here and Xenia are here. Hi, Hi guys. Hi, Hi, how are you? How are you? Hey. Exciting. Uh, hi, this is Masha. Hi, hi Masha. Masha. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, we, this is a real treat for us. We really appreciate it. Great. Thank Thanks. And what are you guys doing? You're in a, are you in a hotel room? In, in... Yeah, we, we are uh, in the one hotel room now. Yes. Oh, you're all together. Okay, and you're on your way to... Did you make it into Canada? <laughs> uh, yeah, we actually... We had a great adventure now, uh, today. Uh, we tried to go to, to see uh, the waterfall, uh, Niagara waterfall, and right. we tried to go uh, to Canadian border, and right. they kind of refused our... Um, Entry, <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> and we spent about three hours in the you know this pol police uh, guards uh, room near the Canadian border because they they Lots had of fun. Yeah. Oh, of fun. No. And the USA was quite happy to get us back. <laughs> Half a minute, could you imagine? Oh, right. So, guys. Welcome, guys. You know. Thank you. Yeah. And, and so you had to stay there, and the, well, the police searched the. Uh, were you in a van or something? No, they were just looking for papers, and it took about I don't know, maybe three hours. Because roughly. even even oh. like oh, to approach God. even like to approach the Canadian border without visas, it's kind of violation. So we had to wait. 
right. the verdict. There. Uh, it's okay. It's not. It's, it's not like you guys are any on any kind of watch lists or anything. <laughs> <laughs> are you worried about that? Like when you when you do stuff like that, that they, do they know? Do they know who you are? No, they don't. Uh, they they probably. I mean, they ask so many questions, but at the you know. At the end of the story, they said that you have to wait, you have to wait, you have to wait. And, yeah. Instead of that, just turning us back to more hospitable United States, you know, <laughs> they kept us for three hours for nothing. Just oh, for no reason. No and just reason. to say you can't commit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's happened to me. But we are not criticizing Canada. Maybe that's why. <laughs> right. Maybe that's why they provide so many social things to their people because they are so strict with everybody who are coming to this country. Okay. Right. It's, well, it's look, we're, so we're boycotting Canada. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you guys do? You got what are you guys doing uh, in the New York, uh, the Upper New York State, Canada region? Do you have uh, some kind of some kind of uh, events planned? Uh, yeah. So. Kind of, uh, we have a number of events, and this is mostly dedicated to other political prisoners, which we have, which we kind of have in Russia. Um, yeah, and uh, our main goal is to tell about them because we think that uh, it's kind of our responsibility to talk about other people who are still in jail uh-huh. sure um yeah so we <clears throat> we're talking about them and um, we're showing some works of of these prisoners because some of them are artists okay. um yeah for example one of our friend peter pavlensky um so he, he he's in jail and um because of because of his works and uh, yeah we we we're speaking about him what exactly did did he do to get in jail what was his works that he got in trouble <laughs> nothing just um, art <laughs> it's it's a long story uh so okay so. <laughs> <laughs> he burned he, the doors yeah he burned the kgb doors oh wow. <laughs> that'll yeah, do it that's that's, that's some installation uh, he, of art he, he burned the doors of main entrance to to kgb so there's, yeah. yeah there's you, nothing you, wrong with burning things down you can't do that in russia <laughs> Um, well, you can't officially really... no. I thought you said he bur- he burned the tourists. <laughs> so yeah, that would be much worse. <laughs> if you tried to burn down the KGB, you can't burn down the KGB. Well, yeah, well, why not? Uh, if you guys, uh, if you could, you would burn down the KGB, well, wouldn't you? Mario already tried to burn down the barrage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now this, uh, don't you? Do you ever? If, if you, I mean, you were in jail for almost two years. Is that correct? Yeah. And uh, in prison. In prison. Penalty. And this yes, is this is not some kind of a you know a walk in the park American jail. This is a you know they this is hunger strikes. This is a, you know this is serious business. They serious psychological serious torture, a, 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 a physical abuse. I would imagine. Uh, physical abuse. What, what is it? <coughs> uh, yeah, sometimes it's happening in Russian prisons. Yes. Yes, but you didn't experience any of this. Um, I was kind of. I've seen this, but uh, because of the support of kind of all of you, I didn't uh, had an experience on on my body. Uh, but uh, for example, um, in Moscow jail, in like um, 
in the main capital women's jail in Moscow, we have a very strange guards, prison guards tradition of Naked Thursday. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> this is sounds... Um, sounds strange, but this is a kind of know-how of Moscow women's jail num number six. Uh, this is happening <clears throat> every Thursday. All the women of the old prison have to go to the corridor naked and to show their bodies to prison guards and prison guards uh, doctors. Um, and officially, they say that this is because of you know they have to to watch uh, if we if you have tattoos or not, but I don't think that you know it's only about tattoos. Right. It, yeah. <laughs> it's all bullshit just to get everybody naked, which is you know this is yeah disgusting. Dehumanizing. Yeah. Dehumanizing. Right. Thank you, Mary. Right. When was the last time you guys were back in the in Russia? Uh, again. When was the last time that you have been back to Russia? I'm living in Russia. I'm living in Moscow. Oh, we are living really? in Moscow. So you're living right there, and that's part of the, the protest, too. Like, you can't kick us out of the country. We're going to stay right here and fuck yeah. you, you know? Yeah. Great. So you don't... I like you, that. You don't receive any persecution there while you're there. You, you can lead normal lives over there? Well, uh, you, you can't go to McDonald's. Kind of persecution. This is like they are kind of reading our mails and listening phones and following us, but this is not, I think, the most terrible things which they usually are doing. For example, they can at least kill you if you are doing something against them. So right. we wow. are kind of lucky. Now, speaking of that, do you think that the um, the the head of the Russian anti-doping agency was, I guess, in charge of the Olympics? Or he just uh, has a heart attack like two weeks after he resigns, right? Mm -hmm. you th what do, you, do you think that's suspicious? Um, Anti-what? Um, he was like the guy who was in charge of uh, the, the athletes doing uh, drugs, performance-enhancing drugs. The Olympic official. Uh, uh, one second. I, I, I need translation. The question is... is... Um, so, I mean, I don't actually follow the story too much, but right. I mean... If you if you ask me about that's because you, you're reading a newspaper people. that says everything's fine. Don't worry about it. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the headline. Everything's fine. Okay, uh, <laughs> but I think you somehow should watch the Litvinenko's case, uh, which is you know yes in the, yeah. So um, we are friends and we are in connect. Uh, with the family of Lithyanka and uh, with their lawyers. And this one is really terrible. And this is, I think, one of the like main examples which they, what, what they are really doing uh, with people who, you know, who refuse their rules. Right. This is the guy who was poisoned. Yeah. Yeah. It's ahead, a, no, but it's it's all crazy. Like like these stories. Like if any any of our listeners like really should look that up and and dig into it and see like just the state of fear that these journalists live in. Sure, is sure. really horrific. Are you ever, do you ever fear assassination? Fear assassination. What is it? 
no. No? <laughs> Why not? Good for you. No, you, you shouldn't. You're not, you don't You think you're going to get jabbed with like a poison-tipped umbrella or something when you're walking down the street? I think that, I mean, if you are always afraid about something which you are actually mentioned, you will not do nothing because right. if you are, yes, in fear, you will always reflect about this and nothing else. And yeah, and I'm not that person. Right. I don't think it's 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 something to be worried about for now. Just terrified <laughs> with a bit of surveillance and mm -hmm. so Brisbane. Yeah, like and you have not and you have nothing to hide. So, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and also, I mean, how would that look for the Russian government if uh, all of a sudden you guys turned up dead? That wouldn't look too good for them, probably. Uh, yeah, but you know, that was actually one case of Politkovskaya, uh, who was, I mean, one of the main journalists of Russia, and she, she was shot uh, in her house, and after that, Putin had, uh, I think, one of the terrible sent, um, comments on her death. Right. Uh, he said that uh, he, uh, she, she, he said that she caused much less trouble for Russian state uh, by her articles uh, than by her death. So her death right. uh, brought much more damage to. Uh, the Russian, uh, the Russian state than uh, her article. So, but actually, let me let oh, me sorry. tell something. Okay, I I totally disagree with this very issue with, so with this deals. with this very question. Uh, is it profitable for Putin? Is it profitable for state or not? You know, because uh, I think every murder is in a way profitable for this power because it's very good scaring too scare you could time. see like you could see whatever happens with the russian press after politkovsky was killed the russian press became much much less brave after this and you couldn't find even in nova gazeta the uh, politkovsky's newspaper you couldn't find any brave uh, articles for many years after this before another wave of protest in 2011 and Pussy Riot was part of this protest. And every murder, even if people say, oh, it's not really profitable for the regime, but it scares people. You know, the politician's death scares other politicians. The yeah. investigative journalist's death scares other investigative journalists. Yeah. And it's, it definitely works. It's definitely very effective. Oh, and we, we should apply human uh, kind of motivations to these people yeah, that's that's my my very strong opinion it's government-sponsored terrorism essentially no. yes we cannot prove it but we believe that <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. every it's kind of the every yeah, everyone an, in the world knows that this is going on it's just a, it's an, they don't, you can't prove it that's an intimidation tactic yeah masha i have a question here um you you wrote uh, on the huffington post in december you came out with the statement about our elections here and you're talking about Putin. You said that when Putin was first elected, it was a, like a big joke that it wasn't going to happen. And now, obviously, with his third term, that's what's really what inspired Pussy Riot to, to start. Uh, and you said that we have to be careful about the way we treat Donald Trump here in the States. You have any comments on that? Um, yeah, this is my word. Um, and what I can add that I think... You guys now have really 
amazing period when, for example, Bernie Sanders going going to rally, and I think you have you know a great chance to to change something because uh, Ber- <clears throat> Bernie is really like clear example of political person which which I never seen in United States politics, and Donald Trump is the most awful person amen (laughs) we agree with that and man in politics which i kind of ever seen yeah so yeah (laughs) well i'm I'm glad you made that statement and and on the democratic side you know we're having the debate between uh bernie sanders there's no debate on this radio show socialist democrat and hillary clinton i'm sorry that i kind of made some you know political no not at all that's what it's for no we all agree with you. Yeah, go ahead. But where I do mean, we stand on Hillary Clinton as a woman trying to become president as well? Where you, what are your thoughts on that? Um, <clears throat> I think uh, I think it's great, and um, I had a chance, and I was kind of lucky to meet Hillary, and I think that this is really great that she's one of the candidates. Uh, so. I mean, the main thing, I think, that this is choice of citizens of U.S. And you really, for my opinion, have to see the examples of other countries, especially the example of Russia. And unfortunately, we have a bad example of politics, but you should not forget it. Uh, yeah, so. It's a, it's a lesson for us, essentially. Yeah. Now, she's saying that, you know, in the beginning, everybody thought Putin was a joke like Trump, yeah. and all of a sudden mm-hmm. he picks up speed, and next thing you know, the guy's the president, and, right. you know, it's, it's, yeah, a, no, no, I agree. it's a I'm horror for it's, everybody. Yeah, it's, it's, right. a, it's a lesson. How long has been his three terms now? How long has he been in office? How long? Yes. More than 12 years. Oh, it's wow. like our Ronald Reagan era. <laughs> no, which, no, uh, no. Ronald Reagan era was eight years. Right. <laughs> You're thinking of FDR. Right. <laughs> Now, it, now he can can. Oh, yeah. So if you are, if he, <clears throat> sorry, uh, if we are uh, are including Medvedev fake term, it will be seventeen years. Right. Wow. One seven. Yeah. Uh, so this is quite terrible. This is terrible. Glass and perestroika right out the window. But there are there are elections and are there no term limits? There are term limits, but it, it, I think it's it was during Medvedev's time when he actually increased the time limit for six years. So it used to be four yep. before. We had and, a we had a mayor of New York City who did that for himself too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty funny because well, when Medvedev was a president, everyone knew who was really in power. So the only thing he did is he increased the time to six years, and then the Putin came back, and the new elections are coming soon. So. Uh, this is Sasha. Kind of <laughs> Sasha is talking now. Yeah. Uh, that that was Xenia. I think you you hear her. Xenia. Xenia. Yeah, Xenia is a head of our human rights project, which we uh, started since we were released from prison, and she's great. I I hope you you will uh, meet her in person. Yes. Uh, yeah. We would love to have you guys here in person. That'd be great. One day. Now, you're also uh, here for the Black Lives Matter uh, movement. How are you involved in that? Uh, 
That was quite simple. In December of 2014, uh, we've been in New York and we've seen and we also were a part of protests uh, which been there that time. And for the, for us, that was amazing time because about 50,000 people were in New York streets every day protesting against Eric Gardner's death. Uh, and, you know, were calling for... Nakazanya. <clears throat> um, punishment. For, for punishment uh, of the policeman who killed him. And in Russia, we do not have these protests. And even the main oppositioner, you know, is killed near the Kremlin walls. Nobody or kind of almost nobody can give a, you know, strong voice to protest against this order. So we were very inspired and we decided to make a song about it. And we dedicated this song Firstly, for Eric Gardner, but mostly for all the people who who were killed because of the police violence. Right. I have the song. Is it okay if I play it on the break after we uh, finish talking to you guys? Yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks. You, you guys. <laughs> so you're here defending Eric uh, uh, Gardner. Gardner's case, and basically, how often do you take up um, political topics around the the, the world? Is Global. This, yeah. Is it? Is it? Is do you take up political topics in all different parts of the world or specifically focused in America? Uh, we actually, uh, we have, it's it's mostly made by kind of personal connections. So if we, if we are friends or if we want to make something for people about whom we are care, we're trying to do something. Uh, we are always doing something because the topic is kind of touches other us. Um, yeah, and you feel of you course feel it's not only about us. Yeah, you feel per something you feel personal about. Yeah, mm, that's right. admirable. Uh, what is the what is the state of the band right now? Are you guys not playing music, or are you just going around on a, like a speaking tour, or are you actually uh, performing songs? Uh, it depends, actually. I I think that it's completely not fair that I'm kind of talking about all the pussy riot. Uh, this is this is a movement now, and yes. if somebody wants to make a song and you know uh, to um, to make a statement with music, I think this is this is beautiful. Um, and so you're okay with people using the Pussy Riot name as long as they're under the same collective and same state of mind, basically. Yeah, of course. Right. It's a revolving cast of whoever wants to uh, get involved with the activism. Yeah, this is how we actually started it. So that that would lead me to the next question. What's your relationship nowadays with uh, Nadia or Nadezia? Um. Relationships? Well, we have relationships. We have a media project, which is media zona about about what we have an event now, and uh, we are working together. Okay, so you still talk to, to Nadia? Uh, not not that, that they're working together. They do. Okay, working. Right. Uh -huh. good. <laughs> 
We're working together. Do you guys still talk? Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, implied. Thank okay. you. That's all right. <laughs> Yeah, she's still in the loop. Yeah. Good. So uh, you guys will be in um, in Chicago on Sunday, and then you're coming to New York at BB King's on Monday. Is that correct? Yes, this is correct. So for right. our listeners, we have a lot of listeners in Chicago as well. Uh, what can they expect if they come to the show? What What is the format of the show? Uh, the format is uh, this is a speaking show with uh, with a film screen. Uh, we have. Uh, we have uh, a trailer, like a short version of the film, which is made by our friends, and yeah, we will show it. And mostly, actually, we want to speak about other prisoners mm-hmm. because it's our main work now. So screening and talking, basically screening mm-hmm. and talking afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. We hope to see you all. We'll see you on um, on Monday. We'd hope to be there. You yeah. are invited. You, you know, just to send us a request. Oh, thanks. Oh, thank you very much. Cool. I appreciate very that. Very cool. Now, what can we do as, uh, you know, five middle-aged white men sitting in a garage? <laughs> like, you know, what's our... Oh, it's very simple. If you, if you will go to the show and if you are, if you will appreciate the works of... Peter Pavlensky, who is, you know, the main contemporary artist now. And if you, who is in jail, and if you kind of want to share this works and talk about him, I think this is much more, you know... Impactful. Useful, impactful. Sorry, my English is terrible. Your English is great. It's it's great. (laughs) We understand everything you've said. You're perfect. 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 Thank you. So, yeah... That will be really um, pleasure for us, mm-hmm. and just to support and spread the word. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, to support him and to support uh, other prisoners, and mostly they are anti-fascist activists uh, who are in jail and who are, who who will also support all those, for example, who protested against Putin elected in 2012 again. Mm. Some of them are still in jail, in prison. Right. And you imagine that? You regarding the conversation in New York, I think the um, person who will speak uh, with Xenia and Demasha would be also quite interesting, and their conversation could be quite interesting. It's uh, Piper Kerman, who is the author of uh, Orange is the New Black. Oh, Pro- uh, you know uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, imagine that you protest against a re-election in 2012, and you're still in jail. This is what this is the situation yeah. you're dealing yeah, with here. Ridiculous. I mean, it's, that's this is you know, that's insanity. And who knows? These are just the people we know about. What about the people that uh, just disappear? You know, and there, who knows what happens to them? Yes, this is you are very true. I mean, very right. Yeah, Ugh, so I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I have a statement from Mr. Putin. He also emailed me. He says he's to say he's a great man. And uh, you're, <laughs> really, these are lies. No, no I'm just no, no. no. <laughs> he calls in regularly. This is American joke. <laughs> this, is, this is a this is bad American yeah, joke. Uh, our friend Putin. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is the what is the public perception of uh, Pussy Ride in Russia? Like when you know when you walk down the street and you meet people, is there a uh, is it hard to fight that perception of like the, the you know I mean the, uh, the state sponsored news is saying you're troublemakers you're this you're, and, you're, and you're that what do you what do you hear from the people on the street that when you in your own neighborhood and stuff what, you, you know what I'm saying? But people like us. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is really true. All the people, <laughs> all the people who actually recognized me, or if especially uh, if I'm going to regions to visit pillar colonies, they they really admire us and. Unfortunately, unfortunately, all the media, they are controlled by government and us, we cannot, we do not have, you know, a big voice in media, but. I understand. That's, yeah, I, we have a there, there is no, you know, there is no hatred against, against us and people who are against Putin. Right. Now, are there? What, what do you? What would you say the percentage of of uh, pro Putin Putin people versus anti Putin? What is the? Uh, you know, what's the? What's the climate in in Russia? Well, they say eighty five percent. So, oh, it's actually eighty eight already support Putin. Oh. But you know, what they say in social, you know, what's the name of that? About Stalin, they said that he had one hundred and one right. percent. <laughs> That's statistically impossible. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so yeah, these are inflated numbers, obviously. These, you know, but I mean, in reality, what do you think the reality is? You really think like even half the people support them? I mean, how can they? What, what are they? What are these people are like such sheep? They just want this. Oh, he's a strong leader. He's gonna take a, you know, and now he's taking his shirt off in front of us. Getting ready for war. It's bullshit. I actually believe. Uh, I believe in reality, which we are creating. And if we, if we create uh, the reality in in which we believe, such such a human rights projects, and protecting LGBT communities, we right. will have this reality. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and now he's yeah. now he's turning around. And he's he's bombing Syria, and he's like, "Don't worry, I'm just bombing ISIS." And he sees he's full of shit. Right, right. And then you get into the whole Ukrainian situation too. But that's a this whole, is this Syrian this Syrian thing is going to get us right. into a war with Russia. I'm telling you, my friend, this is bad news. Well, it's bad news. Well, yeah. And I wonder how much of this, how much of Putin's power came to be, like you know, with the fall of communism, did the people of Russia want a very conservative leader to help, you know reconstruct the nation? And now, as a result, you have this very very conservative maniac leading the country. We are you there. Hello, uh, guys. Yes, yes, we're here. Sorry, we lost we you for a second. For a second. <laughs> mm-hmm. right, forget that last question. Uh, then, well, what was the question, yeah. Brian? That's my what was field. the question? Uh, basically, <laughs> because uh, um, because when the fall of communism happened, do you think that results in more of a uh, the nation wanting more of a conservative leader? The nation of Russia, and that's based, why. Based right. based on the the economy, when the economy downturned, do you think that that made people more conservative? When the nation was rebuilding itself after the fall of communism, might that have resulted in placing a leader like Putin where he is now? Uh, I don't think so. No, I think that you know we had in Russia one one hundred of years uh, of actually. Communism without without elections, without opportunity of choosing somebody who right. have power. Right. And so I think we should change this because you know if you if you and your children and you you know 
do not have this choice, you will kind of forget about the opportunity of choosing somebody. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think that's that people in Russia want conservative people in power. Okay. Right. Mm. I'm kind of interested. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Zhenya, am I saying that right? Yes. yes. <laughs> Are you there? You've... Uh, you're involved in uh, visual arts and graphic design, and you. Uh, what's the Prison Map Project? Well, it's um, it's a research project about all the prison institutions of Russia, which I think is more than one thousand three hundred. We have. And That's a lot. This is, yes. Um, Listen, and I, I think our country still puts more people in jail. <laughs> yes. Yeah. More of our population is in jail than like any other country. It's it's yes, travesty. This is true. We're just trying to do the research. We, we, we want to collect all the information that we um, that we can find about any prison institution. We want to interview all the ex-prisoners and we want to include that information that they give us to this map project. And it's called map because it's physically going to be an online map that you can go online. You can um, see how many different institutions are in different regions. You can click on them. You can read the info. You can read the stories of the prisoners. You can watch videos, pictures, everything. That's great. That's really cool. What is Sasha whispering to you? Does he have you kidnapped there over there? (laughs) Are you you okay? Do you need us to come rescue you? What's the code word for help? (laughs) Because we talked about earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, I was just making sure the prison map project was like an escape route to get out of there. I thought you were drawing maps to like figure out what you know. bail him out of jail? Yeah. Got like underground tunnels. I don't know. I think that Sasha guy had you kidnapped in a hotel room. We can't get away from the Sasha fellow. He's got you brainwashed. Just, just keep him on the line. Keep him on the phone. I'm just kidding, Sasha. This is bad American joke. Bad American joke. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we can kiss our host Hulahan goodbye. We, we have a question from a listener who wanted to know, what are some of your musical influences and political influences? Um, so this is a question about people or about the the, the, the artists and uh, perhaps uh, politicians who have influenced you. Who are some of your political and musical influences in your in your career career? I guess your movement in your yeah. For me personally, uh, one of the main uh, person was David Bowie. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, he's um, good. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, this is really like a long, long question. Mm-hmm. We got all day. <laughs> but one of the in political, in you know, in political issues, this is Putin because without him, we did not, you know, we didn't do our our art sure. because he's so. The catalyst. As you see, he, he, he made his. Uh, I think what Marsh is trying to say here is. That, yeah, uh, my, my English. Um, That's okay. It, uh, because it sounded a bit like Putin is a good thing, which he's not, of course. No, right. Um, but we understand. But yeah, it's just. It, it, I think she's trying to say that it, Putin was the biggest influence for. Um, the Pussy Riot's performances. Am I right, correct? So it was, yes. True? So it yeah. was, it was Pussy Riot was the reaction. A reactionary, to, yeah. I know uh, that um, you've uh, to stated... Rea- reaction okay. to... Um, guys, we are losing you. That's okay, no. we got you back. Go ahead. 
We're good. Okay. <laughs> I, I was saying, I know that some of the musical influences are like uh, the Oi music, and I don't know if you remember the band called Crass and Cockney Rejects. But also, I know, uh, Senya, you're a, um, an artist. You studied in London. Are you familiar with the group the, here in the United States, the Gorilla Girls? Of course. We know them. Yeah. I mean, uh, we know... Um, I know uh, one of the Gorilla Girls personally. I met her in December of 2015. And also, I have to mention Bikini Kill. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, uh, yes. Toby Vail, the, the drummer of Bikini Kill, who was the, one of the first supporters of Pussy Riot and who is also, I think, one of the greatest artists and girls I ever met. Uh, I met her personally, like, about one week ago in Olympia. Uh, yes, so she's she's really wonderful and smart and great girl and i want to 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 thank her and and begin to kill for for the influence which which we had from them well maybe you could get her to call in and we'll have her as a guest in the following (laughs) show (laughs) yeah how does sasha you know i mean when you guys were in prison he got sasha gets all these uh you know celebrities to come out and contact these people to help with the cause how do you how do you get in touch with guys like paul mccartney billy bragg Patty Smith, Peter Gabriel, Sting. How do you... How do you uh, yeah, uh, he's going here, so I think he will oh, explain he... to you. Oh. oh, okay. I took a short, a short power nap, so now probably... <laughs> okay, welcome back. <laughs> well, 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 most of our audience does that in the middle of the show. <laughs> did, the girls, did the girls knock you out? Yeah. Let them do that. Okay, sir. No, regarding, regarding this very case, you know, I was um, artistic director of several... A big uh, Russian festivals, including one with 250,000 people simultaneously. And this very case shocked me very much. And actually, husband of Nadia also always called me and said, Sasha, we have to be connected with some people who have to support Pussy Riot, whatever. And all of a sudden, one day I decided, yeah, I should do it. So I started to contact them directly to call them because I knew many of them. I knew. Patty Smith quite well. She spent two weeks in my home and homes of my friends. And I, I knew Johnny oh. Rotten and I knew some other people. Oh, cool. But the, I, I knew Peter Gabriel. So I met Peter Gabriel. I filmed his statement and I, I, I filmed how he wrote letter first to the court and then to the girls themselves. Uh, he addressed it directly to Katya, Nadia, Nadia and Masha. But then it was the most difficult thing with Paul McCartney because many people, including the artists themselves, they told me, it would be impossible to involve Paul McCartney because Putin was his personal friend. Putin was his personal guide in uh, Kremlin. So, and I delayed it. So I trusted these people. I thought Paul McCartney is impossible. But it, in two days before the court, I decided to write a very passionate letter to Paul McCartney. And I sent it to his uh, PR manager. But his PR manager, Stuart Bell, he occurred to be a very nice guy. So he sent my letter to McCartney right away. And in one hour, could you imagine, just just in one wow. hour, I've got a statement of Paul McCartney. They wow. say publish oh this on Facebook Fantastic. tomorrow. That's we'll amazing. publish this everywhere on our websites and everywhere. But besides this, Paul McCartney, when we visited Masha in Berezniki in her prison, he, already, he also sent two letters to different uh, um, judges already in one year after the sentence, after this first letter, to support their 
uh, parole release. And he even mentioned these particular judges. And for us, it was official letter. We brought it straight to the court, you know. Right. Because it should be considered as official letters. And also we brought it to uh, Nadia and Masha. And I, I remember that uh, he made it just before Na Masha's birthday, which was also a very good present for her birth birthday. A uh, handwritten letter of Paul McCartney. That's how it happened. A handwritten letter from Paul McCartney. And you thought it would be impossible because he was buddying around with uh, Putin? And that's amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. Putin, Putin actually, McCartney was the only McCartney was the only uh, person, only artist for whom Putin was a really personal guide for two or three hours. Oh, so that's even better because you know that must have really that must have really you know really, an American, really stung an American expression stuck in his craw. Like that must have really bothered him. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. It's, I like that. Did you, that. You must have had a big smile on your face when that happened. Yeah, but now the girls try to send me to, to get another power nap. So, right. How about Ringo? <laughs> well, maybe maybe five hours power nap. <laughs> what, what did, did he play Backbird? What did Ringo have to say about all this? Nothing? Uh, Ringo. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Who? <laughs> By the way, I can tell you, several people refused to do it because they said, listen, I have a... My small business in Russia, I get like half uh, a million, one million fees in Russia. And they directly told me that you know, I don't want to risk. I don't want to I don't want to spoil relations with Russian government. And it's interesting that they even uh, didn't risk to spoil the relations. Many bands who supported Pussy Riot, they played after this and they've got the same uh, fees and no any problems with Russian government. But they were but some of them were cowardly enough. Even uh, not to risk to to, to sign a, a simple support letter, right. I was surprised. Let's na let's name these bands right now. Who are these these bastards? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I don't call them bastards because they they just wanted they they just preferred to keep their practical interests. Right. Maybe, it was, they, was maybe it? they didn't support Pussy Riot. It, it, it was Gorky Park, wasn't it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't tell. You remember the band Gorky I Park? I wouldn't tell you who refused to do it. It's it would, similar to. Uh, no, I know. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't ask. I wouldn't ask you. I wouldn't ask you to do that. Yeah, we're here. It's similar to what happened in Sun City uh, with apartheid, where a lot of artists used to play there for money, interest, and then slowly artists realized that there was something very wrong there, and and the change needed to happen. And I think that I think you have to be commended for what you've done, and it's a fantastic job. Uh, I, I have to, we all tip our hats to you, and we're really inspired by that. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's Mario. Mr. He's an old punk rocker. Mr. He's, Billy he's Bragg uh, is a friend of ours here. Uh, are you familiar with uh, Billy, Billy Bragg? Sure, Sasha got him to Billy Bragg. Uh... Billy Bragg was the host of Pussy Riot in the latest Glastonbury Festival. Oh. But it's interesting. It's, it's interesting fact with Billy Bragg because when I met Billy Bragg and the, my, my very best friends Lou Edmonds and Ben Mendelsohn playing his band, you know, I met him actually in a Meltdown Festival of 2012, uh, curated by Anthony Anthony Haggerty, you know, of Anthony and the Johnsons. And Billy Bragg was the most active guy who supported Pussy Riot right away when I asked them all to support it. And he wrote very, very passionate letters. Yeah, he's could you imagine, a... when, I, when, I published letters of, when I published letters of Paul McCartney, of, of Peter Gabriel, like very, very big stars, I had like maybe 300, 400, 500 reposts. Why? Because then main media published this article and main media then became the main source of uh, the information. But when Billy Bragg wrote this very good, passionate letter, 
and I published this. I had about 4,000 something reports because nobody in Russia knew who is Billy Bragg. And that's why people took this information from my Facebook. And uh, they were so impressed by this letter that this letter uh, break the, my personal record of reports for four thousands of something. And it was really, really wow. genuine and passionate letter. And I also know that Billy Bragg being maybe not that famous artist as Paul McCartney, but right. he involved, no. after You're these right. conversations, he involved a lot of other artists of UK and US well, through yeah. the support. When Billy Bragg, when, he, when Billy speaks, uh, people listen, I think. And that's important, even though, like you said, he's not as famous as a, you know one of the Beatles or something. Well, yeah, I, and he, he even invited the girls then to, to, you know, to be in his program. I forgot the name of his special program in Glastonbury Festival, but they performed there twice, once in one stage and, and, and uh, as a second time in Billy Bragg's stage, and he was the host. Uh, we met Billy, I met Billy in the 80s, and when Ronald Reagan was a threat here in the United States, and, and it was a time where I was politically active, and uh, the work he does is amazing, and on all fronts, on, on internationally, in England and abroad, and I know he played in Russia Early on, I, I believe in the 80s, uh, he did a concert in Russia, even when it was... Yeah, it was our first meeting. I, I forgot that our first meeting was in 86, I guess. It was a okay. festival of students and youth in Moscow, and Willy Bragg played there, and I was uh, one of the organizers of these concerts for, for, for this festival. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and he, he was one of the few... Uh, British American musicians who played there, and uh, Peter Gabriel was there as well with with uh, with the release of his album. Uh, and many things happened during Perestroika time. It was a very good time, by the way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could do that, sir. Yeah. I'm sorry. My producer is giving me notes. <laughs> what note? What you got? What note? Yeah, well, uh, well we usually out. play That's this right. game called Crap Not Crap, where we give you a band and you say whether they're crap or not crap. And now he's giving me like a list of political <laughs> figures. Figures. <laughs> it's like so ridiculous. It's supposed crap to be like a or not crap. crap or yeah, not so crap. What we're gonna do is we're gonna read you a name, and if you agree with them or disagree, just say if they're crap or not crap. Oh, okay. I should never do. It's supposed to. Go, it's supposed to go quick though. I should never do on the fly Tommy Rockstar bits. All right, you ready? All right, crap, not crap. Ronald Reagan. Oh, please. not crap. Margaret Thatcher. Mm, crap. <laughs> no, Noam Chomsky. Uh, okay, crap. <laughs> Whoa. Hugo Chavez. Uh, Hugo Chavez. Mm. Crap. Wow. Hey, crap. I don't Chavez. know if they understand. There's a we're getting lost in translation. <laughs> Reagan crap. cannot okay. be not crap. <laughs> they not crap Reagan and they crap Noam Chomsky. What's no, no, no. Crap is something. Kind of good. No, 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 no I knew no, no, there was no. a problem. It's the opposite. Yeah. It's the opposite. All right, I'll tell you. All right. Really? Crap is yeah. crap is is caca. crap is like crap, shit. crap is shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's okay. Let's start again. Let's start, start again. again. Let's start, start again. Start over. Russian way of thinking. You know, we always think the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Russian word for shit? Uh, okay, so let's play that. <laughs> what is Can it? Can you repeat this? What is the Russian word for shit? Dermo. Jidmore. So Jidmore, not Zidmore. So say Jidmore or not Jidmore. <laughs> They're all laughing at your horrible pronunciation of it. <laughs> our Russian, our Russian's pretty good, right? How about this word? Uh, okay, the, uh, uh, my I, Russian I, friend I'm told me. I'm crap now because now I kind of know what it okay. means. Okay. Okay. Right. We're going to start, 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 start again. over. I got an idea. How about bizdiet or not bizdiet? <laughs> <laughs> 
do you know Pizdiets? I know Pizdiets. <laughs> I work with the Ukrainian man. He's a real pain in my ass. To, let me oh. tell you. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> to, to the rest of us who don't speak Russian? Oh. Like, everything. Know, it's yeah, like, it can mean really everything. Yeah. Like, very good, very bad, you know, like... Uh, uh, but, like... Finish everything. Finish everything. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Well, that's what I asked my coworker. I said, what does it mean when, like, I'm done with the job and I don't want to do it anymore and I'm sick of it? And he says, biz... Yes. Biz... Right. And he's like, don't ever say that word in front of, like, anyone. It's really bad. So, all right, here we go. Bizdiets or not, or Nayet Bizdiets. But Bizdiets can actually. It could be good too. Let's go back to crap. Okay, let's go with crap now. All right. Let's go with crap. And crap is bad and not crap is good. Yeah. Okay, all right. Ronald, President Ronald Reagan. Ah, crap. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. All right, Margaret Thatcher. Ah, crap. Okay. Noam Chomsky. Uh, no crab. Okay. Okay. All right. Hugo Chavez. Uh, no crab. Look at that. Tony Blair. Uh, crab. Sure. <laughs> George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> That's like putting the George Bush. Uh, George Bush. Okay, crab. Crab. Sorry. Yeah, total crab. Right? Total crab. Uh, uh, Joseph Stalin. Am crap, I Spanish? Of yeah, it's crap. Uh, che Guevara. Che Guevara? Che Guevara. Oh, okay. Non crap. <laughs> Who's Brian Harper? Is he like bad for the nationals? <laughs> no. It's a former uh, Prime Minister of Canada, Brian Harper. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. No one knows that, Tommy. Dwight Eisenhower. <laughs> 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 How about uh, former United States President Dwight Eisenhower? Are you familiar with his work? Eisenhower. <laughs> We can uh, we could skip him. He's from the fifties. Just say, say pass. You pass. Uh, no, don't worry. He's a question. He's yeah. Oh, okay. What do you think? I think he's. Uh, <laughs> I think he's. he's uh, flipped it around. He's. Uh, I think today he would be considered a, a left winger, like you know, and now, but he was a Republican. But you know, I mean, now in our our days, in these modern times, he might be. Uh, you know. Consider a left wing nut job. I don't know. It's tough. He was the Bernie Sanders of the fifties. Yes, is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. He's a former military general, stepped in shit, and became the president. Uh, Mao Zedong. Who? Mao Zedong from China. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. <laughs> uh, of keeping course, he's crap. Crap. Okay. okay, she gets a crap. It's crap. <laughs> from Canarsie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How about this world leader, Bono? Bo Bono from U two. Yeah. yeah. He, he is not crab. All right. <laughs> All right. How, how about his music? How about YouTube's music? <laughs> Very funny game. You <laughs> we play funny games. <laughs> the Foo Fighters. All right. Well, uh, two more. Obvi well, these are obvious. Bernie Sanders. You guys support Sanders, right? Yeah. yeah. Definitely we are. Us too, except for the yeah. one, yeah. one Social true socialist communist in here. It's not that I don't support him. It's just that I've seen, I've seen what happened in America. We think we have choice, but it's really about what kind of hamburger or soda size we want. Yeah. And that's the sad fact of our freedom that we have here mm -hmm. don't worry don't worry folks five out of six people in this room are voting same if, you, if right. you will not have this freedom you will you know really kind of you know remember what freedom you had 
Believe me. Gotcha. All right. Yep. We appreciate it while you got it. All right. Okay, I'm changing my vote. Okay. <laughs> All right. Tommy's <laughs> phone went dead on me when I'm holding it, and he just typed in 17 numbers <laughs> to get it back up. All right, how about Henry, Henry, Henry Kissinger? <laughs> uh, he, he's not crap. Henry Kissinger's not crap. And Bill Clintron. Well, have you heard of... Uh... <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know... All right, well, I don't get into it. <laughs> Man's responsible for millions of deaths. Let's move on with the game. game. All right. How about Bill Clinton? One more. Bill Clinton. Uh, yeah. Bill Clinton. Uh, I think he's not crap. Okay. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, and that's he, crap, not he, crap. Bill Clinton's actually in the chat box and he wants your numbers. Is that all right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you very much, Pussy Ride. Is there anything we could plug for you or tell people where you're going to be? Pussy Ride will be in uh, Chicago on February 22nd. I mean, February 21st at Talia Hall and at BB Kings in New York City on Monday at February February 22nd. And you should go to both of those shows. We're going to try to go to the Monday one. Yeah, I'm going to go to Monday. Yeah, you guys want to hang out with I us was... on Monday? Okay, guys. Yes. Uh, yeah, we we hope we will definitely see you on Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, cool. Is there any statement you'd like to make uh, before uh, we uh, wrap up the interview? Statement. Anything uh, you'd like to say? Yeah. Any last message that you'd like to convey to our audience? Is the message that Sasha is taking all your money? And uh... <laughs> <laughs> I really... <laughs> if kind of ask you to remember about political prisoners. Right. And this is what Pussy Wright is actually doing now. And... Okay. Okay. There we we're, go. we're all going to pay attention. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. We really appreciate you calling in. And, uh, you know, jokes aside, uh, dumb American jokes aside, we uh, agree. We support you 100%, and we're behind, we're behind you. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for everything you've done for human rights. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Sasha. Thank you. We'll see you guys on Monday. Thank you. Have a good night. And go Thank see you. Pussy Riot as soon as possible and get involved. Get involved in activism. You can do it on a local level in your That's own right. town. That's right. You don't Play have some. to wait for somebody else to take the lead. But thank you guys for taking the lead for us. We appreciate it. I also would have accepted this is Masha from Pussy Riot, and you're listening to Live from the Bronx. Uh, okay, yeah. That's okay. We get the, I, I don't know if getting station you IDs. Could, you could do that Monday. Anymore, right. but oh, my God. We just had Pussy Riot yeah, on the show. Guys, yeah, guys. Good job. Good job. Good job, Incredible. guys. Good, good get, good think, get, you know, y'all. It was good kind get. of a kind of a, a strange position for uh, me to be in as a like a comedy show, but also uh, trying to, you know, I don't know. Hey, political crap, uh, worry, crap. It's not that funny. I'm so These are bad. Real <laughs> good, 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 good point, Ryan. It's not that funny. <laughs> Listen, um, Ronald Reagan was my Putin, and that's what got me involved in political art and in, in becoming an activist. Back right. in the eighties, and and I know where they're coming well, from. Well, that's why punk rock was uh, the eighties was such a good time for punk rock because you had this clear enemy. Yeah, and, you need an enemy like they people said. would actually write songs about Ronald Reagan all the time. Yeah. These punk rock bands, and now like uh, that's why I was kind of like when Bill Clinton uh, was in office, it was like a shitty time for music because there's nothing to fight against. He's just like everything's all right, don't worry, man. Don't worry about it. Let me play the saxophone. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. Where is Bill Clinton? Why isn't he calling in? He'll be calling in shortly. Oh, I guess it's time for a break. We'll play some Pussy Ride right now. Yeah, let's <laughs> there goes the director, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we will. Thank you very much, Pussy Ride. Thank you, everyone in the chat box. Thank you for listening. Um, we'll be back. We have more show to do, believe it or not, we after have, this. We have Jennifer O'Connor. That's right. Yeah. Jen- yeah, Jennifer yeah, O'Connor do. coming up, uh, an amazing singer-songwriter, if that's what you she prefers to be called. I don't know. I always, it's a jam-packed show, ladies and gentlemen. 
Yeah, she's it's a she's, three-headed monster. She's released like six albums in five minutes, and I've li- I've been listening to her all day, and I love it. She's so, great. Yeah. You guys are like the Charlie Rose of podcasts here. <laughs> you better and believe we'll be, it. Uh, at 11.30, we'll be talking to Oliver North. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to put him on the crap, not crap list. <laughs> How, what, what do they going to say? Yeah, Oliver North's not crap. Oliver North. <laughs> she she not good. crap Kissinger. It's a hard you <laughs> I think that was a mistake. Was I a think mistake. so, too. Reagan knew, Reagan Actually, knew, he told North just what to do, hey, John Worcester. take those shredders and John Worcester. shred the proof. John Worcester, not, ca- not crap kiss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. Uh, he's a big kiss fan. Yeah. <laughs> I knew something was wrong when she said not crap for Reagan. Right, yeah, you fixed that. She didn't shit. Lost, lost in translation. Lost in translation in real life. I can't believe we just played political not crap, not crap with Pussy Riot. <laughs> we did. I we didn't, really did. You know, when you were showing me that, I'm like, this is, I can't do it. I don't know if I could do it, but it actually turned out well. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> well, how come we didn't ask how they wipe? Oh, uh, You know how Russia, they wipe? In Listen, Russia. if you don't stand up, you'll fall for anything. Yeah. Uh, back uh, after this.
just ends Cause you've made the same wrong turn Over and over again It took some time If you only knew All the disappointments A girl can get used to All of my love to you that was taken in vain and I want the truth I want the truth but I can't get back I can't get back every little lie every
from the barrage thank you everyone for listening we appreciate it um thank you pussy ride for calling in there and giving us a great interview yeah fantastic that was a lot more loose than i thought it would be and i did ask them off the air and uh one sits to stand and uh the other st- stands to wipe and <laughs> stands uh, to sit yeah 
I don't know. <laughs> For our people, listeners people, in Chicago. But they, but they all wipe front to back. People are texting me. They're very upset that we didn't ask if they sat or stand to life. And I thought I wasn't supposed to ask that question anymore, but apparently... I don't know. Uh, for a man who has the obvious, um, you know, package in the front to get in the way, it's very logical. But I don't think women have that problem. We're sitting here. Uh, Jennifer O'Connor is about to call in, and we're also watching the TV because we're going to be on the TV, I guess. So what did you say, Ryan? How does the how does the bit go? Uh, oh yeah. Uh, what did I say is. Uh, oh, I forgot. Some, oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. You caught me off guard. You caught me off guard. What do they call it? You right? pull they, the Mario. That's right. They call it. A barrage. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I, I lost what you were going, getting. Ryan's been there. repeating the, the, the funny line that he, he's Just so proud of. Just dropping it in every and moment of silence. We turn the mic on. He forgets. Clams up. Like, they call it the a barrage. barrage. <laughs> a bar. But in fact, in a garage. <laughs> I love that they come marching up your driveway. <laughs> Like to do like this cold, but it was but it was so friggin' funny that they they actually they came out and they and they were like okay what we're gonna do is like they made their whole plan they were gonna march up uh, the driveway and then open the door to the garage and then the door kept hitting the garbage can and slamming back in the oh, let's do that again let's like, do it again they're like pretend that we're on the air pretend <laughs> we're on the air uh, Jennifer yes hi how hi. are you. I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm well, thank you. Thanks for calling in. Sure, I've been listening. Have you? Yeah. I'm sorry. What do you think so far? <laughs> oh, it's really good. How right. do you? Thank you. I, How I, do you wipe? Number one answer. How do you wipe? Uh, Don't stop. answer that, you guys. Please, we have a, a serious uh, musician on the I phone. I told you it's right. not appropriate. No, I want. No. I kind of wanted to not have you. I, want, I wanted to have you on at the same time as Pussy Riot, but uh, it didn't uh, didn't work out that way. That's okay. It's okay. Uh, do you are are you uh, familiar with the band? Of course you are. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. Jennifer O'Connor is a musician. Or uh, you've released like a hundred albums in like two days. <laughs> no, it's it's actually been it's actually been quite a while. Has it? You know, I, from my perspective, anyway. Yeah. Right, because you're, you're recording all the time and playing music all the time. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. I've been uh, doing it uh, mixed in with a bunch of other stuff. Uh, you know, if you have for, six, gosh, a while now, six over uh, six full lengths in ten years yep. is a lot of a lot of records. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of music. That's really yeah, good. That's pretty prolific. Yeah, yeah. prolific. I guess it is. is I guess it is. Uh, the latest album is called Surface Noise, and you can find that at. I'm gonna. It's Kayam, right? It is Kayam, and that's yeah. that's your own record label. It is. Which you yeah. which you funded from the uh, money you got from uh, writing a song for Apple, right? For the uh, uh, for Apple commercial. Well, the label has actually been going on for, you know, since 2002, but I opened a, a store, like an actual oh. record store with that money. It's the same name. Right. So, so it's a, uh, you, you open yeah. up a physical record store. Yeah, an actual store where we yeah. sell Brick records and... from the label, but also from lots of other. Yeah, up up in the in the Hudson Valley, right? Yeah, lower Hudson Valley, mm -hmm. Nyack. Cool. Oh, so you moved out of New Jersey, away from yeah. Brian Musicoff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just as far as possible away. <laughs> but, but I have still been up to Nyack to go see her, so she can't get she can't mm -hmm. get away. Nice. Oh, which side mm -hmm. of the Hudson River is Nyack on? Like the uh, is it on the east? It's side? on the Jersey side. It's on the Jersey but it's, side. Um, yeah. But it's like right at the border of New York and New Jersey. Is there a stigma? Attached, is there a stigma attached to that? 
Is there like the, the typical New York, New Jersey battle oh, going on? Oh, you're on that side of the river. Oh, okay. Uh, that's, that's the first, yeah, I guess there is a little. That's, that's yeah. the first town think, you're in when you're I in. I think the Westchester is kind of like, you know, there's Westchester County and then there's Rockland County. And I think that the Westchester people kind of look down on the Rockland County people a little, but it's much right. cooler on the side. Right. Well, mm-hmm. Terrytown's right across the yeah, river. Nyack's a nice town. Yeah. I like Terrytown's beautiful if you want to like go to TGI Fridays and, and sit in like in an office. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Exactly. They have that nice theater no, there's, over there's, there. There's cool stuff on both sides. I Is have there? a coupon. Yeah, My really. dad used to take work in Terrytown, like uh-huh. in a construction yard, and he used to take me over there, and there were just like these like corporate buildings and like a TGI Fridays. That's like my only memory of Terrytown. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I haven't spent that much time in Terrytown except to take the train. So, can I, can I, 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 I'm sure you hate this question, but can I ask you like a little bit more about the Apple commercial thing? Sure, I don't mind. Do, just like because I'm curious about like how what does that actually translate into like actual like you know like you know metrics like like hits and sales like like was it like all of a sudden like an overnight massive boost in your attention? It, um. Or was it, Not really. Yeah. I mean, or was or was it more just like it was like that flat fee gave you the opportunity? It was to, a flat. So. It was a flat fee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was like for a minute a lot of like downloads in like uh, countries like Croatia and stuff. Like oh, we're like okay. buying the song. Like oh, all right. of the people who are really obsessed with Apple products all over the world are <laughs> like buying. Oh, we're like nice. buying that particular song. So the deal is Apple. Kind of funny. Apple gives you a flat fee, and then um, you retain the yeah. right, you retain the rights to the songs, and any downloads like goes to you. Yeah, they do actually because I because it came out technically on Kiam. So you know, part of that goes to the Lyle, the bank robber. As you guys know, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yep, yep, yep. It's good yeah. guy. People keep texting <laughs> me like that was a great interview. I was like, I remember talking to the guy. I mean, I'm telling. I I don't mean to interrupt you. Every show like just blends into the next one. I have no idea what's happening at at, at any time. I can't remember anything. <laughs> if you remembered, you wouldn't okay. do it anymore. I mean, it's a sign of getting old. You know, I mean, I, I'm I'm 41 and I can't remember right. well, a John, thing that happened in my life. Who was our first? Who was our first <laughs> caller? You. you feel me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're pretty. Yeah. Right. I don't want to ask you how old we are, but you're pre- we're pretty probably pretty close to in age. And uh, yep, are, are you, are you, very close in age. Are you feeling that <laughs> in your own life that uh, you, can't, you can't like, or is it just your brain? That you have no idea what's going on at any given moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I was busted singing to myself on the Long Island Railroad today. That's something that okay. comes with age. By who? The That's cops? Right, no, man. by the lady next to me. She gave me a stare, like, shut the fuck up. Oh, we just, you didn't even have headphones on or <laughs> no, anything? No, I didn't even realize what I was doing. I was just humming a song Were with my head. Were you singing one of Jennifer's songs? I was. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jennifer, <laughs> I have a question I, about I, Apple. I, I just am curious. How does it, how do you get a contract with Apple? How did that happen? It just fell in your lap and you knew somebody? What happened? Well, go ahead. Uh, well, you know, um, I, I work with, as I just mentioned, this company, Bank Robber Music, and Lyle Heisman, who I know Brian knows. Oh, that's and, um, yeah, that's our guest last week, Mario. Yeah, two, last two, week, two yeah. yeah. He's a good man. He's been supporting me and my career for a really long time. And, um, you know, it's just, it's kind of become this thing that I've I've been good at it, you know? Like, I, I go on tour and, like, you know, a handful of people come, but for some reason, like, I've made these records and a lot of the songs have been used in different TV shows and commercials and stuff. Not well, not not in commercials. But Apple thing is actually my first commercial. But um, but yeah, I, I wrote I wrote something. I think 
on spec for a different commercial and it didn't uh-huh. get used. And then they like quickly resubmitted it to that. Like, or, or, or I think whoever was in charge of the the ad that we were submitting that song for was also in charge of this Apple ad. And they were like, well, this could work for this other thing. And so they did submit for that and it got it. Have you so, taken have you taken any attitude from like quote unquote hardcore fans that this is a sellout and blah 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 or <laughs> Yeah, I actually got asked that question today already once. Um no, no I don't really think Are you want to press junket? Mainly, oh, oh, mainly no, because I've been doing this for so right, long. Right. Like you know, and like any any way that you can sort of sustain yourself and continue to be able to make music and in my case like also put out more music and we're now we're in a store. Like I just sort of see it as a, as a mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, are you there? Did we lose her? To an end. No, she's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. No. I don't feel like that applies. You know, yeah, yeah. No, I, just no. survival. You know. No, I totally agree. That's what what I'm saying. Like, you know, look, it's it's more of a of a devil's advocate thing as far as I'm concerned. Because you know what, frankly, yeah. I don't care. Like, if 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 you're doing that, and but what you're doing with it. You know, it's not like you know, like like you're socking it away, and you know, and you know, no, and, and, no. To, and you know, and devoting it to like a like a pack or something it's, like that. It's, it's so hard to make know, any kind of did, money. You did this to open, you know, to open your own independent record store and fund your record label. I think you know that's cool as hell, and right. you know that's kind of Thanks. to me, you know, I guess that's what you know the DIY ethos is in this modern age. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I think. I mean, I, that's like how I like to think of it. You know, it's 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 harder and harder to make money in music in the traditional ways that you know right. how, we came up listening to music. So how, this just happens to be an area that is working for me. So I've I've been uh, I've been grateful. You well, know, well, <laughs> you didn't you didn't you didn't start playing guitar till you were twenty two years old. That's you know. Not That's that right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I played music. I played piano and stuff as a kid, and I was always a really big fan. But I didn't really start actually trying to make it until after college. And what got you into that? What What made you say, "Hey, you know, I'm going to do music, not just as a pastime, but this is something that I want to do. I want to get my name out. I want to get my songs out, and I want to do this for for the rest of my life." Uh, well, I I didn't I I had a, I, oddly I had a job at a record store after after college and um well, I had a job in advertising first and I hated it and then I got a job at a record store uh-huh. and I met I made friends with this guy who was starting a band and was just like you should play I'll teach you how to play bass and I, he was a songwriter and was I could play a very little bit of guitar and I learned to play his songs and we started doing open mics and uh-huh. and then like you know I think we did a cover of like about a girl by Nirvana <laughs> and like the very <laughs> The very next day, I wrote a song. Like, that's, uh, that's, and, then, that... and then I was like, oh, my God, this is the thing I really like, you know? So then like, I just never kind of looked back. And then gotcha. that was 1996. That's a good starting yeah. point. That's I, I remember playing that song. It's like two chords. You're like, oh, and then, and then, like yeah, the, it's easy. You're like, like, I can do this. Yeah, like the best <laughs> two hard. chords, too. It's, it sounds so good. You're like, oh, yeah. this, is, this, is, this, is, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gone... And I think I realized early on I could kind of carry a tune. So, you know, I didn't really ever take lessons or anything vocally but i i always really liked singing um so it just kind of snowballed not snowballed very slowly from there um well it, it's, it's it's it snowballed very well in your favor because you're uh you're very very good at what you do right uh thank you and thank you. uh did you guys know that jennifer recorded some songs for orange is the new black really <laughs> yeah and can you tell us how how that all come into shape jen again we come back to lyle hyson again mm. um yeah no he uh 
he works with a, a bunch of different music supervisors who um, choose music for television. And occasionally, like, there's a situation where they actually needed a band for the show. And if you watch it, there's a one of the prison wardens has a band. Huh. And um, so they needed someone to basically take their the writers were going to write the lyrics, but they needed to turn those lyrics into songs. So me and um, Tim Folion, who's actually another artist on my label, and Tom Bojor, who I know that Brian knows and records with him at that house oh. recording in Hoboken. Um, the three of us are good good friends and had sort of started uh, writing together on the side. It's like a side project. And we became that band, basically. Like, we wrote songs for you know, this band in the show. And then Tim and Tom actually are right, on the show on as well. Air. And how, did, how yeah. did you get excluded from that? That's kind of a... Because I'm a girl. Yeah, but, oh. I'm a girl. What, what? No. <laughs> no, because it could, no, cause of the carrier, they assumed that the dude, like, would be in a band with all dudes. So... Uh-huh. It was, well, it was a bit of a bummer, but it was, yeah. it's cool, though. That's a you huge know. bummer. That's not... It's <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like... That's like Mario getting left out of the New York Times. <laughs> I know. I heard that part of the show. <laughs> but worse. Very Mario's sad. was worse. Very, very sad. <laughs> but you got to... And that band's called Side Boob, right? That band is called Side, side Boob, Boob, yes, okay. on, the, on a television show. <laughs> Our little group that, uh, you know, uh, Tom and Tim and our band's called Adopted Highways. It just okay. kind of like a, you know... Recording project for things also, like that. Also, you, you had a song in uh, the TV show Sons of Anarchy, which I used to watch, and uh, now we could say it and that it's off the air. It was like the goofiest show ever. I mean, it, it was the show <laughs> yeah. is is terrible, but for some reason, I, I used to watch it all the time. Like, how do you? <laughs> I know, you, I know how we know how you get your songs into it, but like, what what song was it, and like, how does it fit into the show? Because I I I used to, you know, I got roped in. I started watching every episode. I'm like, this is the dumbest freaking show i ever watched in my life but I, I i had to keep watching yeah i didn't really watch it too much I yeah mean, good i was actually I on the show twice but the first time was uh it was like this was a ballad and it was one of those end of the show montages, oh yeah i hated you know, those season three they, and um, it was like so that the... was kind of really exciting but i didn't i didn't actually know what the scene was going to be and it was the scene of all these different sex and uh, people having sex yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was that. I knew it was going to yeah. be that one. And, and you know, and I had my parents watching it. Oh. And, like, it, was just, it was like it was very embarrassing. But hey, that, people hey. like people like that song because of it. So I can't really complain. And then hey, the, and then I was on there one other time, and, and that was actually a song that I wrote with the. Uh, with the music supervisor and composer for the show. It was my my parents are in Florida right now, and they called me up. Oh, we heard you're in the New York Times, and we're going to be on TV. And I'm like, yeah, and yeah, we're going to have Pussy Riot on. And uh, <laughs> you're like, yeah, I made uh, so it. I know how you feel. Like I'm like, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. She's like, oh, we're so proud of you that you do this sh the show where you curse and be an idiot and drink and also pussy. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's yep. thanks, mom. Oh, exactly. I got to go. <laughs> I but the New York go. Times, remember, mom, the New York Times. That's right. <laughs> Paper of record. Burn that rag. Focus on that part. Yeah. Do you know the New York Times costs two dollars and fifty freaking yeah, what's cents? What's up with that? I knew that. Uh, oh yeah, God. Well, we found out. <laughs> <laughs> Who pays two fifty for a newspaper? Well, Me. rich Every people. Day. Right. Me. Every day. Costs more than that on the weekend. Not oh. us, John. Not ham and eggers like you and I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I wrote the word "cat" in the crossword puzzle and threw it in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> But if but so, wait. So you actually wound up like collaborating with the 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 uh, uh, who was it? I'm sorry, I, I don't I didn't even know. Yeah. I don't know about broadcast. Yeah, uh, he's like the guy. 
he on that show in particular they actually the guy that um chooses the music was also the guy that composed music like oh, okay. the incidental music on the show so, so you, yeah I so you wind up actually like working with him yeah, sort like, of it... via, you know, via the internet. But oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, but, but pretty so neat. how did that work as a collaboration? Like, were you comfortable with it? Or was the guy just like totally like, okay, yeah, that'll work. That won't work. Or, you know. No, was it... it was pretty cool. Like, he, he came up uh, with like this sort of instrumental track. And I took it to Tom and Nuthouse and mm. did some vocals over it and like some guitar and stuff. And but... then he sent it back to him and his guy mixed it. And that was it. But it was that... kind of neat. I mean, I hadn't done a lot of that kind of, I still haven't done much of that kind of stuff but it was well clearly was pretty cool clearly you're good at it. it it worked out in in your favor like um did it uh like change any uh perception about about yourself about your talent and your ability that you were able to you know make that you know those quick decisions and you know thinking of time like that like uh did it, did it yeah add, did it add to your yeah. confidence or, or shake your confidence i guess is what i'm getting at I was how... nervous about it mm-hmm. going into it, but I think afterwards I was sort of, you know, emboldened and wanted to do more stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like it. Whenever you, whenever I, you know, and probably I think for most people, if they do something new and it's scary and then it works. You're like, oh, well, let's do more of this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, so yeah, yeah. I, I think, think it's th- definitely I think, good for my confidence for sure. Yeah, I think the results speak for themselves. Is it uh, hard to move out of New York City where you lived for many years and move upstate? Did that uh, affect your life at all? I mean, if it affects your life, of yeah. course, but does it affect I like, mean, it your... was. It was hard, but it was. All, it's also been really great on the best things I've done. And it's also just so close, only like 40 minutes away. So right. it's kind of like the benefit of uh, the best of both worlds. I guess you can have more space and time, and but you can also go you know, back to the city throw, and do whatever you yourself, can do pretty much yeah. whenever. So. Just throw, yourself, throw yourself back in the maelstrom whenever you feel like it. <laughs> yeah. The city. Isn't as, the which city. isn't as often as you might think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once you get up there, you're like, you know what, screw the city. Yeah, you know. yeah after uh, about but, a year, I was like, ah, where do I need to go? This is pretty nice. Do anything. <laughs> w- yeah. Was you leaving the city... Uh, you know, a product of kind of, I don't want to, I don't want to assume that you're, you were depressed at this time or, you know, but you had, a, you were kind of struggling through this time. Was it a product of that? Or was that also, you know, just a part of this, this era in your life, which um, kind of all, you know, comes together on this latest record? Um, it was sort of in the midst of, of, of the time between the last record and this record. And Partly was just, um, a, a, yeah, like a financial thing where it was just like I was looking for a new apartment. I was in Greenpoint, Brooklyn before, and we lived in an apartment that was kind of dilapidated and falling down, and we wanted to move, and everything else in that area or even far out was way, way more, more expensive, and we just kind of decided to widen the you know, the scope a little and, and found something really nice for cheaper and just kind of on a whim decided to give it a shot and then it's just been so nice that it didn't really ever seem like going back, you know? So well, I'm it was partly, there. but it wasn't like I was like, <laughs> Oh, I'm everything sucks. I'm leaving New York city. You What's know, it, it wasn't like that. It right, was just right. like more of a, <laughs> what's this record yeah. store? Like you got any crocus? <laughs> I do indeed have crocus. Do, do you, you have crocus? What's your favorite crocus taste? Oh, yeah. It's a good, I guess, it's a I guess good the metal. Shot. What do you have there? Hardware metal, one vice at a time. Metal. Yeah. Well, um, uh, what's the other Crocus album? Uh, metal on metal. <laughs> metal on metal. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't tell you which ones. Yeah. Have, yeah. Actually, but, a very famous. I know I have some. A very famous uh, store from our neighborhood moved to Nyack. You know what it is? What's that? Long Island Drum Center. 
Oh, really? Is yeah. that true? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's like three doors down from me. Oh, no oh, way. Cool. Oh, wait. Yeah. Hey, three doors yeah. down. Do you have three doors down do you there? Know, listen, listen, listen. Is there a guy named Tony who works there with like uh, curly hair and he's kind of a weirdo? Uh-huh. Yep. I think I know who that is. And yeah. he, t- he talks like this. He's like, hey, you want some drumsticks? Is that the guy? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know who he is. Yep. Holy crap, Tony! Well, his, his Tony store used to used to be up the block from my house, and now he's up there. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think you just wow. described everybody who works at guitar center, basically. Right? No, no, Tony's like he's. He, believe me, you got to meet the guy. I can't even describe the dude. He's you know he's one of a kind. Like, <laughs> you know, like a, like a record store, a drum store, or anything. That you, he's like you know he's one of those guys. He's just that guy. Hey man, yeah. You, he yep. know, you know he knows more than you. He's a little bit pissed off that you're even in yep. the store. <laughs> like, right. like, like, hey man, I want to buy a drum set. He's like, ah, yeah, I don't think you, you sure you want to buy a drum set. <laughs> so you're three doors down from there. So that pizzeria across the street on the corner, wow, they're good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good lot. pizza there's, right there. There's two really good pizza places in my. Life. It's kind of crazy. Like, it's they're really good. There's not much else. Good well, eat, Pro- Prohibition River is still there, right? Yep, it is. It is. That's pretty good. That's yeah. by your shop, right? I mean, the it album is. actually. Speaking of records, the album's called Surface Noise, and not only is it it's a real record. It comes. It's on 180 gram vinyl, gatefold jacket, it is. right? Pink nice. vi- pink vinyl. Hey, art by Jennifer uh, by um, Joan Hiller. What's her new last name? Joan Lemay. Sorry. Yes, Joan that, Lemay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Joan Lemay. That's a hundred copies. It's a limited edition. We get. Uh, yeah. Yep, so, yep. There's a hundred pink and there's two hundred of regular 180 black. Uh, right. So like how many? How many uh, are you keeping track? How many you have left and stuff? We sold almost half the peak so far, which is pretty nice. good because the record doesn't come out for like two weeks. Right. So. Wow, I'm totally ordering a pre pre ordering a pink. <laughs> yeah, I want to pick one. And hey, where was this reco- yeah. where was this recorded? It was recorded at Nut House, ah. recording in Hoboken, New Jersey. Hoboken, beautiful Hoboken, New Jersey, home of Frank Sinatra and Brian Musical and by, baseball by, and baseball. That's right. <laughs> and allegedly right. the ice cream cone. Um, was it recorded by Tom Bajor? It was indeed. Cool. He's, he's he also plays in my band now. Oh, okay. you're recording that. Uh, I got him working real hard. You did the vinyl thing. Is that a is that an analog uh, recording situation? It is not. It is no. not. Right. It was recorded digitally. Yeah. But Looking... it sounds really, really, really good. D D D. There's a whole list. If you go to uh, Kayam Records, you could see how you can bundle different packages of uh, what you would like to f- suit your tastes. You know. Of, uh, yeah. What, it's pretty cool. Thank you for mentioning right. that. Yeah. yeah. Great, good stuff. I like having options. There's so many options. You know, you could just buy the vinyl. You could you could, you could package stuff up together. I like. No, but that's really the right way to do it. Yes. Yeah. You know, there's so it's many. It's fan friendly and artist friendly. Mm-hmm. I was seeing. I I saw somebody where somebody was like, "Oh, I was trying to buy something, but it's not available in my country." And every reply was like, "Well, you tried. Just torrent it." Right. You know. I mean, like, but like when you give people options, you know, like they're. It makes you think that the person who's making the music is thinking about you which i like mm-hmm. and i'm like oh, oh, good they've they've, I am. they've, they've considered that. the way i would like to shop maybe you know yeah. for music <laughs> it is true move over springsteen and now uh the other i wanted to ask you about touring because i know you were burnt out on just like non-stop touring and then you're going out on tour again jennifer will be out with nico case uh the tour dates are uh in f- late February, early March, which uh, yeah. will, will be ending at uh, Mercury Lounge on the 7th of March. I'll see you there. Yeah. And that is the record release yeah. show. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah, that's the release show. Yeah, so, I'm really excited. Yeah, the yeah. first show is a week from tonight, actually. Detroit. Uh-huh. So. Detroit, Michigan. Um, Detroit, Michigan. At yeah. the Majestic very Theater. Very excited. See, I know what I'm talking about. The, um, <laughs> <laughs> these guys think I don't do my research. The, um, now, is Eric, is Eric still playing with Nico? 
Um, Eric yeah, Bachman I, you know, of Arches of Love. He, he did. I did a few shows with her this past summer, and he was on them. Um, I don't know if he will be for this one or not because I know he's doing a lot of stuff right now. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, who's Eric? Great. You know, I hope so. Great, Eric great Bachman, person, right? Eric Bachman. Eric, oh, Eric Bachman, Bachman from Arches of Love, Crooked okay. Fingers, okay. and. Um, and yeah, many other he's I, awesome. Yeah, yeah dude, he's a uh, great, great person. He does, he does Her band and, is insane. Her band is so good. She's yeah. insane. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. That's a great, a great slot for you opening. So the up. question about touring, I was going to ask you, is like, uh, are you hesitant to? I mean, I know it's a short tour, but yeah, when, when you get so burnt out on it, do you, are you just like, uh, just forget this forever, or are you excited to to do? No, it? I'm really excited because it's a, it's like you know, going opening for Nico Case. You can't really pick a better opportunity you know yeah. or like i mean i've kind of made it now where i don't really do a bunch of touring like that isn't that i know isn't going to be worth doing in advance just because i'm too busy with the label and the store and i'm too old <laughs> where i just uh-huh. like don't want to do that kind of touring anymore you know mm-hmm. so like i just but like uh, things like this like you know it's a no-brainer like you, are you yeah, saying you like, don't you don't want to be in a van with a, a bunch of people who are like uh you know uh farting and uh, drinking gatorade and eating combos <laughs> that doesn't sound like a, a dream come true no it's cool i don't mind <laughs> oh that so much but it was like i did a lot of touring like for a long time when i was on matador that you know but it was like we're, there weren't very many people there and like you know, and that that's okay for a while, but it just gets like disheartening. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I until I know that you know th- that that's not really going to be the case, I just don't really like doing that too too much because it makes me sad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With all this, pro- so I just like to play like opera houses opening for people like me. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fun. Yeah. It's kind of like a dream come true. It's like you know, you know what? It's I don't want me to make this. Uh, this kind of connection to it but you know how like you're just sick of being in a in a in the main person in a band and you want to be like sometimes i just i'm like i want to be like the background singer and just show up to work yeah sing the back totally. sing in the background 10 10 feet from fame <laughs> yeah that's perfect for me uh-huh. i'm sick of this shit yeah. like running around being the dude just go and say, go there, sing your harmonies, and be done with it. I mean, it's a bad analogy, but I'm saying, you know. No, I know. No, I know what you mean. No, it's just that it's like you know. And you get to play nice hard. venues. Yeah, it's really nice, and like, I, not that I don't want to, and I want to do my own tour for this record too, and I probably will later this year. But it's just, it's you know, doing those long tours and and little places, and 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 not knowing if anybody's going to come, and like. It's just it's hard, you know, and I'm not I'm not saying that I won't do it or like I sh- people shouldn't do that. I think they definitely should. And I did do it for many, many, many years. You know, it's just it's it's a hard life like to, that kind of touring. And I'm sure I think you guys, many of you are musicians. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, Pretty yeah, much I've, all of us. You know. I've been to their shows. There's hardly anybody there except me and a few other people. <laughs> well, most of, most of the shows we play, uh, the audience is pretty much the other bands, you know. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that and I did that That's for a long sure. time. I'm talking like, about it's. Tom, it's, it's it's cool, but it's also like, you know, I like doing, I like running the record store and I like, you know, writing songs for television and stuff. And oh, I still, like touring too, but if I can, you know, yeah. you pref- not have to do it six months of the year to like, at this, at this you stage, know. at this stage, you prefer stability. Yeah. You yeah. know, that thing, nothing like, wrong with that. You know, it's just, it's better. It feels better to me. Why? The, why what uh, caused the split with Matador? Did you just say the time is up? Or, I mean, you're obviously selling records. Right? Well, I'm doing better now, actually, than I was when I was in Matador, believe right. it or not. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that I just wasn't selling enough records for them. 
Oh, you really? Huh. I, my, my, my first record did okay. My second record did better. But they just, they draw me. What, what, they dropped you? What are they That's doing? The re, like re-releasing uh, Slanted and Enchanted? What the hell are they? Yeah, I believe payment, yeah. payment were dropped they too, had, by the way. Exactly. You know, they got shit to do. It's yeah. cool. I'm really, I'm really uh, close still with Gerard, and I really respect him. And it's, I learned a lot from that experience. You're right. He has his it's one been two, good. It's all good. He has one two XU going on now too. Also, what's that? He has his one two one two XU is his. Yeah, other, yeah, he's great, so, and I write him all the time for advice about like my label and stuff, and he's really helpful. Are so. you going to do any more like four track stuff, like the uh, the way like you know that's the way I kind of learned how to play and record was just messing around with the four track, and I know you were into yeah, it, so. that's how I started, yeah, yeah for I mean, sure. You know, and I, mean, I actually I actually found a four track at a um, a yard sale several months ago that I kind of want nice. to break out cassette tape? try to start using again. Yeah, yeah, cassette one, yeah. Nice. But I, had, I used to have one. Do you guys collaborate at home? Hey, Jennifer's partner, wife, partner? Wife. Jennifer's, yeah, wife. Jennifer's wife, yeah, sorry. Yeah, she's Jennifer's, yeah, yeah. Jennifer's wife is also a really talented uh, songwriter, too. Do you guys collaborate at home? Is there is there a side to this that uh, we don't get really. to Not really. We kind of we really keep it separate. Yeah. <laughs> so this doesn't yeah. really work out. Some, some, yeah, way. some yeah. couples keep their money separate. Some keep their creative talent yeah. separate. I We're got like it. fans of each other's work. And occasionally, like I play like one guitar part on her record, right. and like she sang on. She didn't actually do anything on this new record, but she would sing on some of my other stuff. But talented like, household. She doesn't do anything at all. As a matter of yeah, fact, does. she sits around all day. Even, even the dog. Even <laughs> she has the cutest dog at home. Even the dog probably has its own record coming out. That. Is, such a talented house. Oh. Well, it's like the dog is so cute. Brian, you're not married. I mean, you don't understand what it's like to live in a house. I don't. It's like, it's I don't. Not like, hey, you want to write a song together? It's like, why don't you try doing the dishes like you're supposed to do? Is that happening? Exactly. No. You know, yeah. I don't know. Are those roles played out in no matter what the relationship is? Of course. Whether it's a uh, man, uh, man, woman, or uh, same sex, is it the same roles? You find that happens? Oh, boy. Wait, that's uh, a good question. Y- what do you mean? What which kind of roles? Like, you know, like, the, the whole husband wife roles. Does it is that what it falls into in a same sex relationship? <laughs> or is it more like um, uh, this? Is Mario? Know, who really? does oh the dishes? Goodness. You don't have to answer. I mean, I think- Mario uh, sixty years reason. old. Yeah. Mario has antiquated <laughs> ideas. Of- going on oh, <laughs> no, I think it's you know. I think we definitely are. There are certain things that you know we fall into role wise, but I don't think they're necessarily like male or female-based. Right. They're just based on, like, who's in a better mood that day. Or the, like, who, who could do it? The chat box, you know? Mario, the chat box, uh, people in the chat box asking me to duct tape your mouth shut. Right? <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have a question, a philosophical question. Oh, Some people no, say oh it better not be about it's not gender about, roles. It's not about gender roles. Where do you okay. keep the duct tape? You I've guys never are all a gender in bands. Which microphone is he on? Mm. <laughs> just shut it off. No, please. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mario. Me and Ryan aren't in bands, but you guys are all in bands, Jennifer. You're obviously in bands galore. And is it? <laughs> do you think the people, the reason people make music, they make art, they write books, is it to leave like a legacy? Like people have kids to kind of leave a legacy. I think. Do you mm-hmm. think people make art to leave a legacy, or is it just something that's inside of you that you do? And I, and this is for anybody here that makes music because. I don't do it. I, me, uh, you know. Well, you're an artist, Mary. You're a painter. You're, yeah, you're an art and, and teacher. And that question always is, why do you make art? Why do you write books? You know, did, did William Shakespeare think about that years from now, generations from now, people know him or any artist that kind of becomes part of the, of the world legacy? Like, it lives on. I think on. that's a really good question. I, I think that probably some people do it for that reason. You know, I don't, though. I don't think. I think that, like, the reason I do it is because um, ever since I was, like, a little kid, the thing that 
I really liked or that I really, that like excited me was music, you know? So I think that it's just that what I've always been drawn to, like it's sort of like this continuous thread throughout my life. Right. Hey, and so where, yeah. where did you grow? Like when you, where, where, as a little kid, where'd you grow up? Where was like high school and all that? Are I you... grew up in like a really small town in Northeastern Connecticut. From Connecticut. It's like barely on the map. Oh. It's called Danielson. Yeah. Okay. Like the band. Yeah, exactly. It's about 20 minutes from Providence, Rhode Island. Okay. And then I moved to Florida um, right before I started high school. Okay, so you did high school in Florida. You've been all, all up the, down the coast, all right? Yeah, pretty much East Coast, mostly. But yeah, so I think I just, you know, it was, I, I just, it, I think I wanted to do that. Like, it was the thing that, you know, felt important to me. And that's why. Uh, whether or not, you know, it's left for coming generations. I don't know. I don't feel like, you know, what I've done is that significant. Uh, I, think, I think. Can we play some of your songs? Because I've already played four of them, and now your legacy is on this uh, horrible podcast. So, uh, but it's <laughs> yeah, also a lot. Of... Hey, that's. <laughs> you will live forever. <laughs> like that. I asked permission afterwards. Whoops. I might have to edit those out. I could edit them out of the podcast if you don't want them. No, I don't care. It's fine. Oh, okay. totally fine. She gave them to us, right? Thanks, Jennifer. I always ask the, the artists if we, I could play the song. Thank you. Sometimes even before I do it. Yeah, and we played another one of your releases before. We played um, She's a Fucking Angel. Yeah, that's a good one. The, I know, I heard. I was so, listening to I've been I was listening still to his... in the store when he was on, but I was... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to actually buy the vinyl. I'm not going to be one of these guys who just got the download code and yeah. uh, snuck the album. Because I, I actually, you know, we have a lot of bands on this show, and I lie and say I like most of them. <laughs> but I really love your music. You're a, <laughs> oh, thank I, you. I, I, it's, thank you it's, so much. It's seriously right up my, my alley. I, I enjoy it very much. Yeah. Thank you. Which yeah. person am I is saying that? Oh, this is John. Hulahan. Hey, John. Hi, how are cool. you? Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, and and Patrick will be buying your vinyl as well. Because <laughs> I've been listening to your record all day. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get one from Tom Bajor. Awesome. No, I'm only kidding. I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> you go up to the record store in Nyack and uh, get your Crocus and get your uh, Jennifer O'Connor, Brian, Brian music. We, yeah, we should. We got both. We got I gotta it fill all. Out, I got to fill out my Crocus catalog. <laughs> right. There's a lot more than Crocus. You had, I remember you had a, an abundance of prints at one point. Uh, are those still yeah. all in there? I'm sure um, those probably went. Some mint Prince bootlegs. Bootleg Wait, vinyls. you've been there? You've been to the store? Oh, yeah. But um, you've seen me. In, uh, but I, you posted, didn't you get a whole shipment of, like, you've acquired all these Prince records? Oh, yeah. Um, that, oh, that's that right. I forgot good. you came. Yeah, no, we did have a lot of, like, weird, rare Prince records, but I think they're mostly gone. But I try okay. to keep the Prince in stock because I'm a fan. Mm -hmm. Forgettable. Yeah, I don't think we have any weird shit right now, but right. that's, <laughs> that's stuff. what you are. Forgettable. Yeah. So you're saying that you just, no one remembers when Brian Musikoff comes into the store. Of course not. Car, it's so. like, who? Yeah. Me, it's me not and like Mario. you're an, you know, a completely bald uh, guy who. No. Who's, who's, I, just, I was I just, so brilliant. I've been a while. I, Blocked, <laughs> blocked her out of my. Remember, I'm old. I can't remember. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> old, yeah, as old as yeah. sometimes, as, as young as me, back. as young as me. Well, Jennifer, sometimes it's a blessing because uh, who wants to remember the things I've done yesterday? Uh, probably something <laughs> terrible to who someone. Wants to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in, Jennifer. Really appreciate oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah, no problem. Thanks. It's Jennifer O'Connor. Um, you can get Congratulations her. Congratulations on, on all your, your uh, recent successes. I'm sorry, oh, thanks. Sure. Thank you, Jennifer. Thanks. You're a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. It will all run out. 
by the morning. <laughs> it'll all end sooner it, or later. It'll all end sooner or later. Yeah. Call uh, in next week when we're zeros. Right? right? <laughs> yeah. You'll be on, on tour with Nico Case, and I'll be at my job plunging a toilet. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be I'm, like, I'm not calling into those losers. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not even kidding. I will be at my job plunging a see me, See me at my job plunging a toilet next week. At uh, uh, in Buffalo, New York, um, it, Jennifer uh, her her tour starts two twenty six and it ends three seven in New York City, right here in our hometown. Please go see her on tour, opening up for Nico, Nico Case, or as uh, the people in the industry like to say, supporting Nico Case, and also buy her new album on uh, on uh, Kaim Records. Go to Kaim. Dot com with a K K I A M K I A M and her new record's called Surface Noise and it's fantastic and you should purchase it on vinyl because you need another record. Get the pink one. Yeah, nice. it's brilliant. But get them, get them on the list. They're What's only the halfway color? done. Black, oh. Licor- licorice, baby. Wow. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jennifer. Really appreciate it. All right, take thank care, you. guys. Have a good right. night. Bye, Bye. Bye. Yeah, Jennifer. Bye. Woo. Jennifer O'Connor. I hope. Uh, we did a okay, okay job there. We did, yeah. I'm calling a car, ladies and gentlemen. What are you talking Pat's, about? Pat's calling an Uber. We got more show to <laughs> do, man. The trifecta of radio podcasts, amazing. Wow, a lot of interviews. And, I mean, and did you see we were on, on the TV? It was a whole lot of show. We were on the TV while Jennifer. We were talking to Jennifer. If I seemed distracted, I, I hope we didn't cheat her out of like a good. I don't in- think so. I think we kept the interview going. She's sitting at home saying they didn't play crap, not crap with me. <laughs> Uh, Hillary Clinton, you're on the air. Hello, John Hulham. This is Bono Vox from the band U2. <laughs> oh, it's it's oh, Bono, Bono from your tail wagons. Yes, Bono. How are you, sir? You, you, you had such a jam-packed show tonight. I felt like it was important to call in as well. <laughs> right. Yeah, so how are you, Bono? What's going on there? Are you in Ireland? Well, you know, I, I'm so proud of the Pussy Riot. Yes. In, in Ireland, in, in Ireland, growing up, we had a lot of riots, but not much pussy. <laughs> I see. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, he's trying to ride our coattails over here. Oh God! Yeah, so thank you for calling in, Bono. I mean, this is a jam-packed show. We have Pussy Riot, Jennifer O'Connor, uh, Elisha Weisner, Wiesner, and also Bono from you too. Who is yes, not well, as you know, John, I'm, I've been dabbling in comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Really? Yeah, I did get a little w- wind of that. I thought that you were doing some uh, stand-up, some secret stand-up gigs. Yes, yes, sir. And I've got some jokes about Russia. Would you like to hear oh, them? Oh, I would love to hear uh, some jokes about Russia, Bono. Please, go ahead. Go. Here we go. Here's Bono oh. with his Russian stand-up act. <laughs> okay. H- how does every Russian joke start? I don't know, Bono. How does every Russian joke start? By looking over your shoulder. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> right on. Bono taking on the big topics here. Any... What else you got, Bono? What else you got there? Bono Vox. <laughs> what, do you call a, what do you call a Russian with Tourette syndrome? All right, Bono. What do you call a Russian with Tourette syndrome? You can all... Fuck off. <laughs> 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 what else going on? I'm just getting started. <laughs> oh you should probably ask the audience, like, where is everybody from tonight? You know, something like that. You know, warm them up to you. Well, I, I, I have a very lo- extent, extensive understanding of all the provinces in Russia 
and 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 all the surrounding countries, so that's not necessary. Right. I see. You know, Bono for such a lousy phone connection for some, you, have, you for somebody who's already in my iPhone uninvited. You have a pretty loud phone connect. John, as you might know, I'm already in everyone's iPhone. Yes, I know. Every you know my picture. I I opened it up. I took a picture of my kid. It's Bono's head. I don't know what the hell's going on. Oh, <laughs> All right. Would you like some more jokes? Yes, please, Bono. Go ahead. Let's. If you, he's he's trying out new material, like the, Seinfeld working the small clubs. Clearly, call, yeah, the floor yeah. is yours. Right. Th- this one is a little more current. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, contemporary what do you, humor. What do you ca- what do you call a gassy Russian? What What do you call a gassy Russian? <laughs> Vladimir. Putin. <laughs> wow. Vladimir Tutin. Right? <laughs> Elementary school. Right? <laughs> Bono, you, you should play the bacon. <laughs> Just like Steve Martin. <laughs> All right. Look, I'm, I'm going to leave you. It's been a long show, and I don't want to keep you too long, but I've got one more. It's the coup de gras. All right, the coup de gras. <laughs> Drum roll, please. That's not Irish. What, what did the Russian people light their houses with before they started using candles? What did the Russian people light their houses with before they started hmm. using candles? Electricity. <laughs> I thought he was going to say Bolsheviks. I thought he was going to say something worse than that. Well, Very nice. Well, I was also considering farts, but I, I didn't know if that was appropriate. Right. Maybe maybe a little too low, low brow for someone like you. You've got to shoot a little higher, you know? That's correct. I have a reputation. Right. <laughs> well, thank you very much for calling in, Bono. We appreciate it. There's Bono from you, Bono from you too. He's a, a you world. Put your, you put your Bono, everybody's Bono name. Vox. Bono Vox. All right, thank you, Bono. Very good. <laughs> Go work on that material. Doing a great job. Good night. Good night. Thank you. What an honor. What a show. It's Bono, we'll be back after a Big very tonight. The quickest break you ever saw in your life. All right, we're back. See, I told you I was going to be a quick break. I never lie. Thank you. Masha, Masha, Masha. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And thank you, Bono, for calling in. Thank you, Pussy Riot. Thank you, Jennifer O'Connor. Thank you, Elisha. Thanks, Elisha. Visna. 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 I had sex on stage in Amsterdam, my friend. It's not the Visna. And uh, apparently, uh, you know, during that interview, we were on the television. Now, we, I could see it, but I couldn't uh, hear what was happening. Mario, you were inside. Yeah, I went Are in. you here with the report of what was going on? Dateline, whatever date it is. Yes. <laughs> I went into your house, and there are like 20 people gathered around your TV. There's kids eating popcorn. There's uh, Everybody's having chips and dips, and, and there you were. They did a little Family night. Coming up next, and then it came up, and it was a long segment. It was amazing. I saw that it was more. It was longer than I thought it would yeah. be. So you you were interviewed mostly, like when they came that in. That cameraman was fantastic. He he yeah. got all these great shots. All these great. See the mirror. The yeah, mirror yeah. I saw him filming in there. I was like, what? How's that going to work? Listen, listeners, we'll we'll post a link to it as soon. He's as He's got it's the chat so, box in there. 
Go so, ahead, Mario. So Pussy Riot wasn't even mentioned, uh, but uh, Marone and and they cut you off at Billy Bragg with your guests, and then you talked about us, and they pan to us, and uh, I give Tommy a hug, and and then it goes back to it. But he did a great job coming in from outside the garage. Did he get my line in there about how I want to take over the Tonight Show and Jimmy Fallon's one Jägermeister shot away from falling in a manhole? <laughs> no, he didn't. But Damn it! You, you spoke was... very well, John. I was very impressed. That and, was cool. Uh, you did a good job, John. Yeah, and I can did. tell you and were then, shitting yourself. And Conan, they mentioned radio. Nope. Oh, nice. And they said on Radio yeah. Nope. That's because he pulled me over and asked. Oh, they did. Uh, yep. They did mention Radio Nope. Nice. There you go, Conan. Now you can stop with the passive-aggressive, well, they didn't mention Radio Nope, but here's an article in the New York Times. That's right. And finally, uh, too bad it's not on New York One, because then it would just play every, every right. 15 minutes. <laughs> but that was it. Where's this What next? did I say? I was on camera for like five minutes, ten times. What did I say? Uh, you, it was your the first two questions, really. It was the question about how you got started and... And you talked about you know how you how you knew the uh, skies and uh, and then he did the question about you know what else you're gonna do on a Friday night and uh, and you're doing what you would normally I, do on a Friday night here. This is like when Homer remembers the the. the <laughs> council meeting and he's got muscles and a unicorn. <laughs> the, the fuck are you talking about? I didn't say any of that stuff. Yeah. By the way, Steve Lacey. Who's Steve Lacey? That's me. a friend of a friend. He's on the chat. No. Steve Lacey, I guess, is a Fox News guy or something? Yes. I don't know. He, uh, um, apparently, uh, Fox 5 News has been retweeting stuff and I don't know. I gotta look at Twitter. Yeah, we'll have to uh, dive well, in after this. The, Steve Lacey tweet about Barrage? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I guess. Huh. Who's Steve Lacey? He's, nice. a, he's, he's a, a hipster. No, he's on Fox. Well, our guy's name was uh, was Baruch something? Yep. Baruch Obama. <laughs> Baruch Obama. <laughs> God bless you. Baruch was Baruch something. his last name? Or Baruch was... don't like it. <laughs> First <laughs> Rock Baruch. the barrage. Baruch the barrage. Baruch was a very nice guy, and the cameraman was Baruch great. Atan. I mean, they couldn't have been nicer. It was nice. fantastic. He's just been very nice. <laughs> he knows it. He knows it. They seem kind of into it. Well, <laughs> he's Mario, from Long Island. That, that tells me nothing of what happened. I'll have to watch it Let myself. Let me just say... It was amazing, I and I also want to congratulate you guys. Our Facebook page went over a thousand. I heard there was a confetti came down, and, and somebody got a giant check. Free pizza. Uh, and so, where are we going next? Uh, where, what's in our future, John? The, the news. Vegas, what's in my future? Let's go there. This is what's in my future. I've been dying for some news. Breaking news. Tommy Rockstar. Thank you, Tommy. What's in the news today? All right, all right. I like that you added extra verb. Extra reverb on that one. <laughs> I just doubled down on the verb. I decided to take a chance and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that was a verb double down. That's like the Wendy's version of a reverb. <laughs> this night went perfect. Now, if only Pat and Tommy Rockstar can get along, everything would be we fine. Do this. We're totally fine. We can do this. <laughs> I'm uh, walking on sunshine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than walking out the door. Uh, <laughs> hey, oh. The man oh, is oh. signal. Sing, signal. Signal. Single. Who? <laughs> All right. Here we go. He this, has a life. This story is out of Pennsylvania. Acting on insider tips, the special division of the FDA has raided a cheese factory in rural Pennsylvania, stumbling upon what possibly Souls. may be the greatest cheese scandal in U.S. history. Oh, yeah. Cheese scandal. <laughs> Next up on My Fox 5. The, the family-operated Castle Cheese Company on... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Steve V, you're on the air. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hi. You're interrupting. Are you guys still on the air? Yeah. I wasn't sure when I called you. Yeah, we're going. Good. We're, we're, we're just started the news. Oh, okay. Then I'm fine to interrupt. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Uh, What's going got, on? I'm up in the upper Michigan of Peninsula. Right. Uh, enjoying 
this thunder snow ah, shindig going on. Right. And I had to know in real time how the uh, interview with Pussy Riot went. Well, it's a long story. It went great. Uh, we had him on for about an hour. Um, and uh, try listening next time. There were, well, he was up in, he was up in the, he's up at the thundersnow. And uh, we also had Jennifer O'Connor. We had uh, uh, Alicia Wiesner. And um, we had a Fox 5 News crew in the studio, which, which just played oh, us. Which just, who, who just played us on the local news, Channel 5. Yeah. We had a bionic episode. That is amazing. A bionic episode. It's, a, it's, it's like the episode. That I don't even know. It's 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 thun- it's thunder snow. <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, that was. Yeah, I just yeah. The other reason why I wanted to call in is because I haven't actually just told you how absolutely proud I am of you guys because you guys have been killing it lately, Thanks. and you're finally getting the recognition you deserve. So Thanks. congratulations. Thanks, I mean, I'm sure you guys are just floating on cloud nine. We are. We're, we're pretty happy. Uh, I'm walking on sunshine, baby. <laughs> Pat's walking on sunshine. Yeah. Put a fork in me. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. We really, really appreciate it, man. Thanks for supporting us all these years. Oh, oh yeah, it has been. A, has, yeah, it has been years, hasn't it? It has. Well, anyway, uh, just wanted to check in from up here. Uh, we all miss you guys. And uh, hope you have a great rest of your show. Sorry for interrupting the news. Not at all. Awesome. Tommy. Not at all. Steve, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Enjoy. And Give now up. I know Tommy's last name, which is totally tripping me out because <laughs> I legitimately convinced myself <laughs> it was Rockstar with umlauts. And now that I know it's not, I'm like upset. It's yeah, not yeah. Like he should have Santa it legally Claus changed. Real... So. Join the club, buddy. Me and you both. There's enough U's and stuff in his real last name for umlauts. There's right. room in it. <laughs> He's going to have it legally changed to Rockstar anyway. <laughs> Thanks, so Steve. Forget about the other one. <laughs> Thank you, okay. Steve. And give everyone my love, except for Conan right. Neutra. Enjoy you. the festival. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was just hanging out with Conan Neutra, and he says, uh, yeah, thanks for captaining the ship alone tonight. No so problem. Thanks. I'm just kidding. He didn't say any of that. <laughs> right. Have a good night, guys. Bye, Bye Stephen. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. There's Steve V from calling from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Of Thundersnow. Thunder, the- Thundersnow. So right. what happened with that cheese, Tommy? <laughs> All right. So uh, the family. Okay, I'll start from the top. Acting on insider tips, a special division of the FDA has raided a cheese factory in rural Pennsylvania, stumbling upon what possibly might be the greatest cheese scandal in U.S. history. I know where this is going. Scandu. Uh, <laughs> Don't say it, Tommy. It's I got to say it. <clears throat> The family-operated Castle Cheese Company of Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania, (laughs) was found to be doctoring its, quote, 100% real Parmesan cheese with mysterious fillers that included wood pulp. Yeah, I heard about this. You heard about this, right? Yeah, they're using wood shavings. They said 100% Parmesan. It's all bullshit. That's right. Not not going to stop me from eating it. Well, according to the FDA report, federal cheese... I don't eat that shit. It smells like fucking puke. According to a FDA report, federal cheese agents found, quote, no Parmesan cheese being used to manufacture the company's Parmesan cheese. Instead, the cheese was actually comprised of cellulose, an anti-clumping compound. Which is (laughs) ironic, because don't Italians usually use tiles? (laughs) (laughs) Made from wood. Now that's Italian. Uh, Feds say that the faux parm was intended to be sold. (laughs) Faux parm. I saw faux Faux Parm uh, opened up for Jennifer O'Connor in Nyack, New York. <laughs> was intended to be sold at some of the nation's largest supermarkets. Instead, the company's head, Michelle Martyr, whose father started the company in 1920s... Now she's a martyr. <laughs> ...is scheduled to plead guilty to criminal cheese charges. <laughs> <laughs> I sentence you in the court of cheese. Cheese court don't mess around. It's a big 
It's a big wheel of cheese. <laughs> With a gavu. She's set to, <laughs> She's set to face up to $100,000 in fines and prison time. I don't know, Tommy. I think that story has a lot of holes in it. Oh. <laughs> Get it? Uh, Who's with me? <laughs> While the FBI... <laughs> I think you're a monster. <laughs> While the FDA is... He is a sweet monster, though. <laughs> I think you're a little bit nutty. It's cheddar than nothing. <laughs> While the FDA's special parm unit regulates what can and can't be sold. No parm, no foul is what I said. <laughs> S- SPU. Oh, it's funny after drinking. I whiskey. agree 100%. Did you say, Brian, it's funny after drinking? <laughs> it's funny after drinking whiskey. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm never going to get through this. <laughs> while the FDA... And you wanted me to leave. <laughs> hey, stall while we think of more cheese puns. Silence. Silence. Tommy is on the air. <laughs> while the FDA's special parm unit regulates what can and can't be sold as Parmigiano Romano... The, the government's, quote, cheese Gestapo. Come on, oh. Come on, oh. The government's, quote, cheese Gestapo says many of these crooked formage suppliers uh, still routinely mislabel their cheese in an ongoing scheme to bamboozle an unsuspecting Well, public. you know what I always say, Tommy? It's feta late than never. Hey, that's a real, that's a real breeze slapper. <laughs> you guys are so bad. You guys are, this is Parmesan cheese, a staple of my diet. This is serious stuff. Actually, I went over to Mario's house, and he had the real block of hard Parmesan cheese. You cut his parents are not screwing That's around. That's how you know it's the real thing. They don't buy like some craft bullshit. Yep. That's a sacrilege. All right, all right. Look, Mario's Mario's parents grow the cheese in the backyard on a vine. Yeah. They uh, stump their <laughs> stump their the wine with their feet. Right, they got uh, goats. Bono Bono on the chat box is very excited about these jokes. <laughs> Shows last right, in a rock of fortnight. Loca tell us more. Okay, uh, in response, Rome's infamous Romano Parmigiano Cheese Consortium, an, Ita- an Italian trade group that protects the integrity of Italian cheeses sold around the world, is said to be none too happy with the shenanigans going on in America. Condemning the cheese atrocities is, quote, a dangerous ruse in the dirty underworld of the global cheese trade. This is an atrocity. <laughs> when approached by TRN uh, about the report, Big Cheese had, quote, no comment. If you think that's bad, you should check out the olive oil scandal. There's a whole olive oil mafia, Tommy. Is there really? Yes. Maybe Hi, my name is Antonio Andalani, and this is for you. <laughs> Maybe they're in the cahoots. What's next in the news? I'm All right. right. Uh, this next story is out of New York. It's a- <laughs> Mario's moving it on. I like that. I like that. Who, who's micromanaging now? Let's move on with the Mario. news. Uh, this story is out of New York. Losing a wallet typically means spending a couple hours retracing your steps, canceling credit cards, and accepting the fact that you'll never again get the wallet back. This is uh, only partially the case for New Yorker Riley Flaherty, who got a lesson on what it's like to really live in New York. Let me turn the page. Uh, according to reports, Flaherty lost his wallet at, Will- at the Wilco concert in Brooklyn's King Theater last week. The 28-year-old Lower East Side resident had apparently left the concert hall f- from Manhattan when he realized he didn't have his wallet. He then asked the cab driver to take him back to the venue where the wallet was narrated to be found. Uh, two weeks later, Flighty received an envelope containing his credit cards and driver's license, along with a note from the person who apparently found his wallet that read, and I quote, Dear Flaherty, I found your wallet and your license that had your address, so here are your credit cards and other important stuff. I kept your cash because I needed weed. The, the Metro card because the fare is two seventy five now, and the wallet because it kind of looked cool. Enjoy the rest of your day, toodles. 
This has happened. I figured to me. it. I, I meant. I, I decided to keep all this shit because you're 28 years old and a Wilco fan. <laughs> So I'm, that means you're clearly not from here, and you must work in the finance industry. Right. So F you, and but, I'm keeping all this shit. I noticed Mario has a new wallet. I do. But I, I have a note in my, because it's happened before. If you find this wallet, could you please call me? It has my phone number. I will gladly reimburse you for your time and trouble. And I've gotten my wallet back a few times. That's pretty smart. That's pretty smart. It has, it's laminated, and I've had it since 1985. <laughs> Uh, Flaherty said he was excited to receive the anonymous note, but adding that he was a little confused when he got it, saying, quote, Initially, when I opened the envelope and read the letter, I was thrilled, even though it was written in what appeared to be a, by a drunk 12-year-old boy's penmanship. Uh, but then I realized uh, the only items returned to me were useless, as the credit cards had already been replaced, and as was my driver's license. He said, uh, quote, it's, kind of, it's kindness cloaked in selfishness. Uh, the person's probably a big Nickelback fan. <laughs> and in my last story, we've got. Yeah, I think we're back. Are we back? Were we off? Yeah. Yeah, the mm. Wi-Fi dipped out. It's okay. Uh, Why don't you start over? Well, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> well, the chat box is back. The broadcast is now back. Uh, when did we drop out? A couple, so like a minute ago. Said, oh, it's just uh, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> During Pussy Riot. All right. Random start show. Uh, can you ladies call back, please? It was just a minute. Let's get back. Let's go. Are we on now? Uh, nope. I guess we're not. So, well, Tommy, since we're not on, I'll cheer you up with this story. Is that a nope thing or I a found, connection? Thing? I found a wallet one time, and it had a lot of money in it and all the stuff. And I called the lady's house. I was traveling. I was in San Diego. I said, I found your wallet. She goes, oh, I just lost it. I said, look, I can't stick it on away, but I, I need to take the money. <laughs> And I'm going to leave it at this hotel, and I left it at the hotel concierge. I said, this woman's going to come here and get her wallet. She's right. like, no problem. It was like $200. I said, I can really use the money. I was traveling. I was like backpacking. I had pretty much whatever I had. Which, right. So it really happened. I, I actually. It's your I, wallet, though. No, it's her wallet. Wow. I found it in San Diego in a parking lot and had money in it. So I, I called. I got the number. I called her. I called the business card number, and I said, I have your wallet. I said, do you mind if I take the money and leave it right here? With, I'm going to leave it at this hotel, which is right up across the street. Wow. And she said, no problem. And she came and picked up her wallet. Wow. She was happy at least to get that. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, you needed the money, right? I always could use money. Little boy blue. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> oh! Oh! All right, we're back. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. I broke. We broke the internet tonight with all, with all the crap. That yeah, that's was right. Mario Riot action. I oh took my over. god! And finally, for my last story, <clears throat> chat box, please confirm uh, that we're back on the air. Thank you. Um. This story is out of Hollywood. Actor George Gaines died this past Monday. In oh, Hollywood. yeah, that yeah. guy from uh, Punky Brewster. Punky. Right. Punky Mahoney. Police Academy, right? Correct. Yeah. Thank you, Bono. Bono says we're back on. Thanks, Bono. Bono's <laughs> stuck to his radio like glue. <laughs> You're back, like? Uh, I apologize for that, everybody. I don't know what the hell happened. I went inside. I had to smack my computer on the side of its face. Straighten it right out. Uh, oh. <laughs> Get, <laughs> get the kids off Xbox. Yeah. No, there's no Xbox. The Xbox oh, is not coming in. People getting hit over here. What's going on? People getting struck with the news. <laughs> uh, Gaines portrayed his bewildered commandment. Uh, Gaines portrayed the bewildered commandant in seven Police Academy films as an irritable foster parent of the 80s sitcom Punky Brewster. Gaines was perhaps best known for his line, Oh Mahoney, in the Police Academy films. Okay. 
Uh, he was 98 and living out of uh, an outliving actor, Abe Vigoda. <laughs> as, as featured in the New York Times live from the Barrage article. And that's the news. Oh, Why are you on. mad? Tommy. All right, let's come get on. on with the game. Right. Let's do Why the game. Yeah, I can't the control game. the internet. Game. All right. Come on. Tommy, it was a hectic you show. Know, I, I can't, I can't, not you, John. I can't have this. Actually, here's news. Kesha, Kesha isn't going to be. Kesha lost her court case today, which was bad. You know, is that how you? I've been calling her Keisha. I really oh, have. Is it Kesha? Is that, well, I could be wrong. <laughs> I swear, I've been Kesha? reading it as Keisha. Oh, is it I don't know. How do you pronounce it, Dolly? That's what's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Adelaide. Well, well, you're Keisha. Not, well, I like all the pop music. <laughs> John, you're not wrong. How do you pronounce a dollar sign? I don't. Yeah, it's Kesha. Kesha. Oh, Cash. I get it. I Kesha. But apparently she and I don't know the story, Tommy. Do you know it? I think it was uh, she was raped, maybe by her producer. Oh, yeah, Jesus! Sexually assaulted and, by a record label. God what? damn! And now and now she has to work. She's forced to work with him again, and she doesn't want to. Oh and Sony, no! Right, right. And Sony's saying you have to. That's that's how I understand. Oh, it. that's that's awful. But I could be. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Well, so, why yeah. why isn't the dude in jail? Or something? I don't know because I guess he didn't. It, it, <clears throat> Uh, she probably didn't Kyle do anything about it. All, all this time I've been calling her Crandall. It's true. <laughs> I, I, I didn't go with that because it felt like kind of like a dark story. You know, I felt bad for her. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dark story. Then also we lost Harper Lee today. Of author oh, Harper Lee, really? she passed away. Yeah, to yeah. kill a mockingbird. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. Wow. Yeah. For the, for, for the guy who buys the Times every day, evidently I didn't read it. Right. I think she might have died it after the, the afternoon. Yeah, so yeah. Late, get the late edition. Well, she, she wrote. Wal- <laughs> she wrote. She wrote Walden. Right. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. She wrote. She wrote on Golden Pond. <laughs> Fuck <Did> you. you? <laughs> All right, uh, Ryan. You have a game for us. <laughs> they call it a barrage. <laughs> 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 Let's play twenty seconds. Here we go. From a barrage in Queens, New York, it's time to play the Ryan game. I will tell you that, Ryan, in 12 minutes, um, we will be off the air, and I have no control over it. In two minutes, I will be walking out of this room. (laughs) That's uh, Conan's... Speed round. Speed round, Ryan. Conan and I have decided to, instead of uh, me having to end the show, or Brian, or whoever... That at 1130 the show will just go off and this if if we're short I'll just play music up until 1130 and it'll be a hard so time. It's, it's a so state easy. run station so easy. huh there so is state run just like all pussy right. ride all right com- so- <laughs> all right comrade neutron thank you we're with you let's go micro micro machines commercial all right John yep. yes. 20 seconds yes name as many Jody's not here right I might win you might win this week name as many Cohen brother films as you can. Go. Uh, all right. Um. Um. Uh, fuck. Blood Meridian. Uh. uh, uh oh, brother, where art thou? Um. <laughs> b- the bowling one. <laughs> with the fucking dude. Uh. Shit. Fucking. Uh. Most my favorite one with the Irish guys. <laughs> uh. Hail Caesar. The latest. You got two. And time's up. Jesus Christ. Oh, what a got two. Disaster. So- all right. Do me quick. <laughs> Okay. Patrick. Patrick Walsh. Yes. Here's your question. In 20 seconds, name as many of the youngest sibling on a television show as you can by character name. Ready? Go. What? I don't get it either. The youngest sibling. I I, I understand the question, but. (laughs) Okay. I'm starting over. Well, you're one ahead of me. (laughs) How much television do you think I want? All right. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And his, his Uber is here. His Uber is here. <laughs> Thank you for playing, Pat. <laughs> Goodbye, Pat. Tell him what he's won. Partying gifts. Oliver. No, he's the cousin. Oh. 
God damn it. But Bobby would have been good. Some of the ones you missed were Bobby and Tina Yothers. I forget what was. What, what is Willis's brother? What, what is Willis's and brother? Rudy. Dudley. No. Dudley. You missed wow. Rudy. No, Dudley's um, the no, friend. Dudley's the fr- what was Gary Coleman's character's name? Oh, uh, Abraham. Abraham. No, that's, the goldfish. that's the goldfish. <laughs> what are you talking about, Willis? What, no, what, what, not Willis, but Arnold. Todd, Todd Ar- Bridges. Arnold. 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 Got it. Arnold Zippel. I forgot Arnold. Uh, Tommy, you want to go next? Yeah, sure. All right. Tommy, 20 seconds. Name as many hotel chains as you can. Go. Uh, Hilton, Ramada, Hilton. Um, Motel 6, uh, Aloft. Um, <laughs> uh, Red Roof Inn. Hey, uh, uh, so you're giving him answers. Re- Regency, uh, higher Regency, <laughs> higher Regency. Uh, no, um, uh, the the Sher- Sheridan. Sheratron. Time's up. Uh, right. Wait, John gets Cohen Brothers movies and he gets hotels. Right. La, la what did you say? Give me colors of the of the Crayola box. Extra point for Tommy. Uh, two extra points for two correct Trons. Correct Tron, bro. All right, correct Tommy, you got Tron, six bro. right. All right, I'll take it. Do you agree, Mario? Scorekeeper. I, I guess I was. I was just All amazed right. that he got such a. Put down six. <laughs> Don't no 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 answers, Frank. All Stop right. cheating. And then we go to Brian. Brian in twenty seconds. Name as many famous Tonys as you can. Go. <laughs> Tony Randall. Uh, Tony. Fuck this game. Sorry. Tony Randall. <laughs> Brain fart. Tony. God damn it! I, I'm Tony the Tiger. Stop it, Frank. <laughs> Tony Randall. Tony Tiger. Tony. Tony M- Stop uh, it, Frank. <laughs> Frank shows up to play poker and is just cheating, giving answers. <laughs> He's disrupting this. Time is up. Oh, God. Man, you can only name Tony two Tony. Can I read two? My- yeah, you could, Tony name, you could name your favorite Tony, Cone Brothers Tony movie. Tony the Tiger. You missed I said Tony Tiger. <laughs> Tony, 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 and uh, Tony Braxton. Tony Danza. Oh, Tony Danza. Very good, very good. You got uh, two. Would you have accept, accepted a, a, like Tony Soprano, like a yeah, fictional character? Yeah, Tony Monero. Okay. I would have right. took. Tony, Tony, Tony. I, yep, I just said that. Uh, Mario. Okay. In 20 seconds. Name as many movies as you can with a U.S. state in the title. Go. Uh, Nebraska. Indiana. New York. You have to name movies, uh, New dummy. York, New York. That's two. Uh, what? Sleepless in Seattle. That's a city. Oh, that's uh, what are you saying? Five seconds. Leaving Las Vegas. Stop it, Frank. Who's, <laughs> who city. said that? Nope, that's wrong. Sorry, Time's I heard up. it whispered. I'm done. I'm done. That's a collusion amongst the Italians. You got Nebraska I'm right. surrounded by my chooches. And you got New York, New York right. Some of the ones you missed were Raising Arizona uh-huh. and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oof. Oh, I never would have thought that. <laughs> yeah, really. That's you were that's named after name. the. You were named after the dog, Junior. All right, Frank, you're such a fucking hot shot. Let's go, Frank. Get, Frank, get up here, Frank. Step up to the microphone. Right, and we got to let Rich play, too, then. Woo! <laughs> Frank, in 20 seconds, name as many bands as you can with a color in the title. Ooh. Go. Uh, color color. Uh, red lightning. <laughs> what? <laughs> Black, Black Sabbath, Sabbath Frank. Black Sabbath. <laughs> Black Sabbath. Deep purple, Frank. Deep purple. <laughs> no collusion. Green day, Frank. Green day. <laughs> this was a tough one. Right? Uh, Blue eyes the cult, big, Frank. Fucking red. Uh, Crayola. Not so hot now, are you, Frank? I would have rocked that one. Cheating, Frank. Cheating, Frank. Look at it's cheating, Frank. He's Some coming to town. To say, uh, Some of the ones you missed were White Lion. White Lion. 
And uh, what else, uh, John? Plants. Oh, God. I got a million of them. I'll tell you after the show. All right. <laughs> we'll get together. We'll have a staff meeting. Red, red, a- red Fang. Red Fang. We have Rich Rich here. Should we give him a shot? He's very smart. A- Come on, Bo- Rich. Bono on the chat box saying, Fuchsia U2. Fuchsia U2. Number 30 on the chat box saying, Pink Floyd. Daniel Dara on the chat box saying, Prussian Blue, the Nazi... Lesbian Sisters Band and from Shocking <laughs> Blue. That's right. And Shocking Blue. Shocking Blue. How about a uh, fucking uh, What's the New Order uh, band? Blue, Blue Oyster Cult. Blue Oyster Cult. How was that show? By I don't way. know what you're talking about. Next, I mean, next. Who went? Not me. None of us. I'm going uh, next. White next lion. time. Uh, Mario. <coughs> what about uh, what about Rich? Rich. He's the smartest of us all. He's got Rich. a mic right there. Welcome Rich's to the show, Rich. favorite band is Brown Underwear. Rich? All right. You need headphones? No. All right. All right, Rich. You're up. Speak into the mic, sir. Rich, in 20 seconds, name as many Spider-Man villains as you can. Go. Doctor Doom. According to uh, the Hulk. According to uh, John Cooper. Well, the Spider-Man did fight the Hulk. I don't know if he's a villain, but... Rhino, correct. Hey, Frank! <laughs> Frank! How many times do I have to Frank. tell you to stop cheating, Frank? Octopus. Uh, be more specific. What's his profession? Octopussy. What, what kind of, what kind of uh, profession is he? He's a formal profession. He, he owns a degree. Venom. Stop it, Tommy. <laughs> he's got a PhD <laughs> in octopus. <laughs> he's got a PhD, right? He's a doctor. Right. There, you there you go. Doctor Octopus. You got two right. As played by... How uh, did the I only get two right? Dr. Fan- Doom is uh, Fantastic because Four's any- uh, villain and... Yeah. Frank's cheating answers are incorrect. Some of the ones you missed were the Green Jack- Goblin and Green Goblin is a big uh, one. And Venom. We would have accepted Venom. Green Goblin for the last question. Spider-Man's got Green shitty Goblin's villains. <laughs> like where's Spider-Man's Joker? The Spider-Man's Joker's the Green Goblin. That's lame. All right, should we wrap up the show? Spiderman. Did you, did you ask oh, everyone a question? I got everybody went, right? Anybody why else? Who won? Right. Somebody, somebody All right, give me one. Ryan. 20 seconds. Your question is how many books did Chaucer write? Name them. <laughs> All right. How many? Name as many Chaucer books as you can in 20 seconds. Uh, Green Eggs and Ham. Wrong. A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. Of uh, t- uh, Mice and Men. Take us out with me. That's Stein. Canterbury <laughs> Tales. Yes, Canterbury of course. Tales. Oh, that wasn't him. Yes. <laughs> that wasn't him. That was Stephen King. Thank Five you, Ryan. Seven. Thank you, Tommy Rockstar. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Mario Asaro. Thank you, Pussy Riot. Thank you, Pat Walsh. Thank you, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Frank. New York Times. Thank you, Fox 5 <laughs> News. Thank you, uh, Jennifer O'Connor. Thank you, Bernie Sanders. Elisha oh, you didn't call Wies- Wiesner and um, Bernie Sanders. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. Thank you, Mike Orlick. Thank you, Tree. Thank you, Bono. Hey, friend. Thank you, Daniel Dara. Thank you, number 30. Thank you, Jill. Thank you, everyone in the chat box. Thank you for everything. Everyone, we appreciate it. It's supposed to be a fun time and a good time show. I don't know what the hell happened. We'll see you next week.
on Facebook. Yo, Kev. <laughs> See you at Catch Club. Live from the Barrage, brought to you by Stony Brook Farms, lacto-ovo, eco-friendly farms. Oh, my God. Fucking bee flew in my mouth. Holy shit. Because the light was on. sit around and talk at a bar. Probably yes. not a good idea, but that I don't know. It would be really fun, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, that's exactly the premise behind an online radio show and podcast that is put together by five guys in Queens. They're broadcasting tonight, and I'm Baruch Shemtov paid them a visit. Walking through this backyard in Flushing, Queens, this may look like any other garage, but every Friday night, it transforms into a radio studio, broadcasting a hilarious show around the world. Uh, we're back live from the Barrage. Thank you, everyone. It's called Live from the Barrage, a weekly radio show broadcast from the Barrage, a bar combined with a garage, of John Houlihan, who's joined by some of his best friends. It's just kind of free form. We have uh, news, trivia games, uh, celebrity interview, and mostly we're just like bantering back and forth about the, you know, the stuff that happened during the week. So it's basically what you would be doing anyway on a Friday night, except now everybody can listen in. That is exactly right, my friend. You got it. We've all been friends since uh, we were, we were, we were uh, children, and uh, we've all been in bands together, things like that. We've always had some kind of creative, uh, creative outlets that we've all kind of done together, and this is just kind of a collection of uh, the guys that we like to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> Broadcast on RadioNope.com and available as an iTunes podcast, this little show that could has managed to attract some megawatt guests. You don't you have the millions of listeners that you would have on a regular radio station, but we have... Uh, Big guests, we managed to, as the time said, punch above our weight with uh, guys like Mark Marin, 
Billy Bragg. It's a labor of love. We've been doing this for over four years now. It's 150 episodes, and I can't believe we've gone this far in the little time we've done this. And with tonight's temperatures in the 30s and just drinks and cigarettes to keep them warm, nothing could stop the acerbic banter that only emerges from true friendship. There's no heat, running water, or, uh, or, uh, or air conditioning or anything like that. So if it's zero degrees out here, we're out here freezing. If it's 95 degrees, we're out here sweating. In the but the microphones work. The microphones and headphones still work, and that's all that matters. Bringing a taste of this made in New York gang to the world. Baruch Shemtov, Fox 5 News. But I think it's great. It is really cool. I'll have to go be a guest on that sometime. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Nice.